This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. That's because we're on the Smoking Tire Podcast. That's right. Can someone get us some production? Who can? Can someone do some? You know, some. We, need a theme well, we can, song. but I mean, we do that. Some I do that production. in post. So some fan. Yeah. Some yeah. fan needs to get it. No, but I know you do it in post. We need a theme, a theme song like to get us going. You know what I mean? Okay. Where you could go play, and I can go. Yeah, I'm psyched. Eye of the Tiger shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and why do we need Eye of the Tiger? I don't know. We don't. We Because do, we're exciting. That's how. Uh, joining us in studio this week, uh, Amanda and Seema last year. And I was like, oh, that is the coolest Fox body ever. And then last week, or last month, I should say. What month is this? Uh, this is July issue of Hot Rod. I picked it up. And holy shit, the coolest Fox body Mustang in the world is in it. And it was built by Creations in Chrome, and we have Gary and Chris from Creations in Chrome in the house today. Welcome, boys. Thank you for having us. Thank you. And wait, just so people know, Gary, say something so we can identify their voice. I'm Gary. I got the super nasally voice. Yeah, like like Eugene Merman. Oh, no, oh wow. No, that's, no. That's, that's, that's cold as ice. I hate to hear myself. <laughs> oh, you get used to it. I believe feel your me. pain. That's Gary Watson and Chris Matey, also of uh, Creations in Chrome. Thank you for coming down, guys. Thank you guys for having us. In your awesome Ford Focus, Hell yeah. these guys rolled up in like a like a mirror green anaconda oh, yeah. looking fucking I Ford was, Focus. I had to go make a the gas station run to go get something to drink, and then I roll out and I'm like, "That is a green car that is almost certainly going to be arriving here." <laughs> yeah, definitely. We always know when our guests are are after six p.m. The parking lot at our office, which is normally full of minivans, uh, cleaning cleaning vehicles. It's like an E3. And our de- the dentist downstairs E-Class. After 7, it's like press cars, DeLorean, <laughs> custom fucking hot rods and shit. So, Creations in Chrome. How, what, what is your guys' background? Everyone everyone wants to know how everyone who's in the industry got started in the industry. So, where, where does your guys' story start? For me, it starts way back. Uh, literally, the second day I was born, I was in a body shop. I, I, That's not good for a baby. Not that, your parents would—you'd probably be taken away from them today if they did that. Yeah, I feel like I'm at that age where I'm young enough to feel like what's going on and happening in the industry, but also old enough to where, yeah, I was probably chewing on lead chips and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. you know? You've got lacquer-coated lungs. Oh yeah, I mean, I can. There's flashbacks, and the office where I would chill at was right off the paint mixing room. Oh so, good. Oh yeah, yeah I, I've had isocyanides in my veins for a long time. Well, that's how you, you ended up paint, making shiny cars for a living. Yeah. I, <laughs> Is that was it? So your dad was I, a body shop owner or employee? Yeah, third generation. My uh, grandfather owned body shops. My uh, dad owned body shops. And Jesus. a lot of my motivation was, uh, you know, to kind of follow in their footsteps. When you got into an accident at your grandfather's age, didn't they just shoot the horse? Pretty much. I mean, no, nothing. <laughs> fucking nothing. Oh my god. Speaking of Come Eugene on. Levy. 
<laughs> I said merman. That's all. Either way, <laughs> what year? What, what year did your grandfather open a body shop? That's got to be OG. You, you know what? He was actually a really big piece of shit, and I only met him a few times. So really? uh, yeah, I don't. Oh, I don't know. All right. Yeah. Well, the, my subject. only memory of my uh, grandfather was how he told me about drowning cats when I was like three years old. Like, yeah. uh, okay. Cool story, Grandpa. That's <laughs> that's also not something so you, you want to do with so a baby. You're high off the fumes from the paint booth, and then oh, he's telling you, you about killing kittens. Exactly. Oh boy. Oh, well, there you go. What about you, Chris? <laughs> Is it that creepy? No. <laughs> Just, uh, traditional. My dad was an engineer, so I always, yeah. you know, interested in stuff and how they work and taking them apart. So are and you the are you the power guy? Are you the engi- are you the engineer and and Gary gets to be the artist? I guess you can say that. Uh, is that accurate? kind of the jack of all trades? Yeah, master of none. Well, you guys do you guys do paint, body, and performance, right? right? And you that Mustang I saw that that's a ground up build, right? Oh yeah. So. Why don't since not everyone has the July issue of Hot Rod and not everyone was at SEMA alongside me last year? Why don't sh- one of you guys tell us what this Mustang is because it's fucking cool? All right, it was uh, well when I was in high school, I always wanted a, a supercharged 5.0, which I couldn't afford because everybody wanted a supercharged. Yeah, this is like 5.0. 1992. You know, what I mean? <laughs> I'm 17 years old in 92, dying to have a 5.0. And there's a guy in my town that actually had a supercharged 5.0 on HREs, mm. believe it or not, in 1992. Really? Yeah. What did 92 HREs look like? They're 505s. The vintage oh, really? 505s. Oh, cool. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm, you know, approaching middle age and trying to relive my childhood a little bit. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to build the ultimate Fox body. I've got the money yeah. and kind of the reputation to maybe get some help along the way. And that's how it got started. But then uh, Chris said, you know, you got to check out this front suspension, this JME front suspension. It looks like a fucking RC car, and it's all billet aluminum. And that was where it just got out of control. It was supposed to be like a $25,000 budget build, swap a Coyote into it, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, 150000 My car is supposed <laughs> to be a budget build, too, and that's just it's just not happening. So we'd look it's at that suspension finished. and go, well, that's not cool enough to go with that. And is this? Am I looking at this picture correctly, or do you have inboard shocks on this yeah, car? That's let me see. That's, that's the front suspension. Yeah. Do you have inboard front shocks? Yeah, that's I've why I've never even seen anything like that before. Your, your ten and a half inch front wheels aren't anything. <laughs> what does that have on the front? <laughs> uh, actually, it runs a three fifteen in the front. <laughs> and what's it have in the back? Three forty five. That's a Viper tire. That's crazy. And it, there's a giant snail on the front of it. Yes. So what kind of horsepower is that make? Is that a Coyote motor? That's a Turbo LS. <laughs> and it's single turbo. <laughs> the yeah, turbos. We get that all the time. Wait, that's kind of a running joke with us. Well, but it's good. I think, I, you know, LS is, is the obvious go-to, but I like it. I like building anything that angers loyalists. That's great. Oh, that's, that is, that's a centrifugal supercharger on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's a, a Vortex Coyote GT. Illuminator, so it's all forged internals. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's, it's a crate engine. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, because yeah. it, it's a 5.0 Mustang, so it had to be a 5.0. So we went with the Ford Illuminator 5.0. Oh, wait, I thought you said it was an LS motor. That, that's a running joke. Everyone yeah. says, oh, oh, that's an LS with a turbo. <laughs> no, it's oh, a, oh, okay. it is a Coyote. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, 5.0 Coyote. Excellent. Which I kind of I kind of get like if you look at the intake manifold on the on the Coyote motor right. I could see where somebody would be confused because yeah. they have that similar pattern but that sure, crisscrossing yeah. thing yeah, happening yeah, yeah. Right. what is uh, my favorite thing about this car though is that the driver's seat is like ten inches back yeah. is that about ten inches or so it's uh, seventeen and a half I believe is it seventeen and a half yeah. it's nope. in the back seat it's where the back seat was yeah. is now the, and the steering column is like thirty seven feet long. It's so cool. I'm yeah. just now I'm remembering it because it's been almost a year since SEMA. It was so. red when you got yeah, it was yeah, red, yeah. and then and then you decided on this. What, what color is well, that? It was blue originally. It's chrome blue. 
Okay. It was Chrome Blue when it debuted at SEMA 2012. And then we took it back in 2013 uh, and painted it red. Uh, and and now it's this color again now? Or is no, it that's now? an old article. It's, oh, it's, it's old pictures, but, you know. It's fucking print. It's, it's print media, <laughs> basically. Yeah. That magazine came out six months after I saw the car a different color. That's right. crazy. <laughs> but uh, so what's the weight distribution now since it's uh, everything is kind of sh- – the engine moved back too, isn't it? I think it? it's 50 and a half, uh, 49 and a half. Sick. And uh, cross weights are dead on. Yeah, the really? Engine, the engine's 18 inches back to That's amazing. Whoa. Yeah, it's really. Which is why you, people mistake it for an LS motor because so half the motor is you can't see it because yeah. it's behind the firewall. So it just looks like it's much more. Yeah, we have six eight cylinders behind the firewall. Physically, yeah. is a big motor. Yeah, right. yeah. That's I, I was going to say. Is how the hell did you fit a Coyote in there? Uh, fender wells are cut out. Yeah. So yeah, that frees up a lot of room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, you know, we have the inboard cantilever. And also, you don't need to put a driver right there anymore. Yeah. Well, right. that helps. Tri- you know what I mean? You the, everything goes further back. What is uh, what is one of those Coyote motors coming in at weight-wise? We didn't, right. we didn't. We had scales, and we didn't bother uh, weighing it. But yeah. I can tell you that when it came in the crate, like four guys just like... Uh, really? Like, yeah, I mean, it was, it was oh. nothing. It didn't need a so, cherry picker. Like, can't be that heavy, then. I'd say under 400 pounds total. Oh, yeah. oh okay. That's not bad. Pretty light. That's that, I mean, that's really light for a dual overhead cam motor. So what does a turbo illuminator motor make? Uh, Supercharged. Oh, sorry. Right. Uh, sorry. That's, at yeah. uh, 19 and a half pounds, I think we were at 855 at the wheel. Oh, yeah. So not much. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Which makes Low it hard boost. to drive on the street. Jeez. So. It's down to about 13 pounds and about 640, I think. So that's so it's manageable. 685. Does it have an electronically adjustable wastegate on there or something? Don't get uh, it twisted. It's a, it's a supercharger, so it's a well, pulley. Yeah, or yeah, not the wastegate, but... Yeah, yeah basically we yeah. just swap pulleys out. Uh, have you seen that new... Um, what's that? Who made... Is it um, Paxton who's making that new blower with the variable... Pulley? Oh, pro yeah. Charger. That's Pro Charger. Pro Charger. We installed guys, one of those. It's pretty cool. Have you? Have you it's fucked with cool. one? Is it neat? Definitely got my Mad Max fix. It seemed like it was a pretty cool little toy. It was yeah. big. I've seen, I'm, I'm sure everyone in this really room heavy. has seen you know, yeah. Mad Max, and yeah. it engages the supercharger, which is total bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's 2014. Yeah, it, we it, can do real. that now. <laughs> yeah. See, I've seen some interesting yeah, technology. Centrifugals doing... It was almost like it was almost like a wastegate system, but it was hooked up to a boost controller that was looking at the gearing and what RPM you were in. So did kind of what you would do with the turbo, but obviously hacked in. So there's a lot going on, and I really want to see how long it lasts. Really? Are you putting miles on that car? No, that was we uh, just did an install for APR performance. Oh, we know them. Yeah, great guys. I like yeah, APR. A ton of APR. Steven stuff is uh, Steven's great. What did you put it on? Their uh, their wide body S197 Mustang. Yeah, it debuted in the Pro Charger booth. Oh, is it? It was a the red other, one. The other APR. Oh, a- Volkswagen yeah, APR. No, no, not no. that APR. The other APR. The carbon fiber. The carbon fiber. Carbon fiber. Oh, there's two okay. APRs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, wait, APR got a Mustang? That's yeah, cool. no, that <laughs> seemed weird. And we've worked with the Volkswagen APR yeah. before. They are amazing. And also APR, who makes the carbon stuff, is great, too. They're nice people. Super quality stuff. People yeah. think it's fake. It's yeah. Because they're, they're, you know, all the weaves are like lined so up. So their way, so their cool. wings are dope. Is, uh, is Aero Motion still making wings? Remember them? I they were awesome. I think they're still around. Yeah, they were cool. I know I've seen the name, so they're probably kicking around. So now you've got this Mustang. It's 855 at the wheels. It's mid-driver or whatever you want to call it. It's technically mid-engine, right? Is it it's mid- called front-mid. Front yeah, mid, yeah. Yeah. So you've, a- you've spent $150,000 to build a Mustang Corvette. Don't. <laughs> we're, we're gonna squabble over here. We had some very generous sponsors, so it wasn't 150 out of pocket, but it was. Uh, I would hope you know, not. Really, that would be crazy. It was, 
it, it spiraled out of control after we discovered this. Well, Chris knew about it, and I didn't know about this insane front suspension. Yeah. And then it's like, hey, that's amazing. We have to show that off. Let's put the engine so far back you can see the fucking cross member. So you didn't <laughs> have to. You didn't have to move the engine back to make the suspension work. No, no it'll like, bolt oh, into a factory. And then, oh, well, oh, cool. We, and we wanted to like get like mass appeal, so yeah, yeah. we started getting a little JDM with things. It's got a V mount. You're never gonna see a V mount on a domestic car. Really? Yeah. The, oh. If you look close, you can, you can see it there. Is it in that picture? Yeah. yeah. Where am I looking in that picture? I know this is this is very interesting at home. We're looking at fucking Hot Rod magazine right now at the <laughs> we're, mount. Of we're the looking suspension. at print over the radio. Oh, right here. How oh, far yeah. back in time can we go? Oh, yeah. It, it's super. This is a really bizarre suspension geometry. I, does it work really well though? How does the car drive? It's incredible. Let's, uh, you know, I get some smack every once in a while for it's not out there more. Bottom line is I. Killed myself financially and physically. <laughs> yeah. Chris lost a girlfriend. Did I mean, really? it, we oh, sacrificed two years of our lives building that car, and now uh, we're kind of still playing catch up. Are you, you afraid know? to drive it? No, it's just like a twenty five hundred dollar weekend every time you take it. Smog? Oh, is it really smogged? You uh, is it is it race gas only? Yeah, yeah. seventeen dollars a gallon. Oh yeah, my god, twenty five hundred dollar tire. My so friend Rob's got a soup this Supra. And he's like, yeah, it cost me thirty about thirty dollars a mile to drive it. I'm like, <laughs> why even have it? What is it's so crazy? And I'll admit it, you know, you need a professional driver to extract everything yeah. out of it. It's IRS in the back, right? No, it's a we have you know we wanted to stay true. Did you? And so all of that, a, and you wanted to stay true. It's got a Curry nine. A little well, late, isn't it? Well, we're also trying to uh, learn as we go. You know, we're we're uh, a young shop pretty much and we fabricated the rear suspension from scratch oh did you and we couldn't go too crazy we didn't want to just bolt up some heavy irs yeah which, yeah or like something I did. that could handle uh <laughs> 855 horsepower that's so true. Just something bulletproof front that's to back. true my irs net is not it, it's like 40 pounds heavier net but it's actually 40 pounds less unsprung weight which is kind of nice and um, they've told me it actually improves the balance of the car at the expense of about 40 pounds. And I put a Torsen diff in mine, so it probably won't it. blow up. You set up. the engine back 18 inches. You That's sit, crazy. You sit in the back seat, and it's still 5248 or something. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's still not perfect. So that front suspension setup, what does that get you over a conventional one? What would be the benefit? One, you can run a super wide front, wide front tire, so we have an 11-inch front Wheel. It just moves mm-hmm. everything out of the way so you can fit a ton of rubber in there, right? Right. right. It's, it's also going to ditch the max struts, so it's now it's a, uh, it's a uh, double wishbone, short, long arm okay. suspension. It also uh, looks fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it actually, an RC car is a pretty appropriate description of it because when you look mm-hmm. at it, it's all like the front isn't a hood anymore. It's like a clamshell kind of now, right? Doesn't the entire front come off? Well, it's a complete tube chassis. It's really yeah, not yeah. a Mustang anymore. The only thing stock on it is the roof and the pillars. D- is that a complete fiberglass body too? It's a carbon fiber body. The doors oh, really? weigh 14 pounds. Who made the body? It's a it's a, a mix of Meyer Racing and oh. uh, Motor City Solutions. Oh, Have is there seen... a VIN number on that car? <laughs> yeah, it's an '86 uh, six-cylinder. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you seen? The, uh, I'm sure you have uh, the Meyer Racing their their rear uh, suspension, yes, the crossover right. stuff. The we thought about that. Yeah. We had tried to get that from from Mike over at Meyer Racing, but it was one of those deals that the car was built from start to its previous or its uh, its first debut in four and a half months, and there wasn't time to adapt yeah. it from the '66 yeah, coupe yeah. that he has to the Fox body. So yeah. we ended up doing a three link uh, with a four to nine inch and track lock and all Makes that sense. Cool stuff. Yeah, I think he's only built. You know, he's built that for uh, Von Vaughn Gittin, Gittin and yeah. his own car. Right. So you open, the, you open is, the trunk and you're like, huh? 
cool. <laughs> that suspension is so beautiful when you look rip that thing open too. What do you guys what do you guys prefer to work on? What's your what's the perfect if someone if someone were to bring in your dreams, someone brings you a car and says, I've got half a million dollars, I want this to be amazing, what's the dream car? Well, we both have a pretty diverse background. You know, my parents' shop was actually a European only Interesting. body shop. So I don't care if you bring me an AE eighty six for eighty eight six day. Uh or you know a Jaguar XK, whatever. You're down with it. We're gonna just be completely meticulous and do the best that we possibly can. Do you find it hard to to market a, uh, for lack of a better word, a hot rod shop as being open to all makes and models? You, the customer base is certainly a lot different. Well, I can tell you one thing: don't market your shop as a Mustang shop. <laughs> really? I love Mustangs, but you're all cheap. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Yeah. that's actually totally true, though. It Especially really Fox is. bodies. I don't care what it is. They're so Lego-ish. You can do most yeah, of it yeah. yourself. Um, we actually, you know, I'm a diehard Ford guy. I love to work on just about anything. Yeah. And we end up working on more Chevys than anything classic, you know, 60s Chevys. Do you wish, now that you have what most people would consider the ultimate Fox body Mustang, do you wish you hadn't gone so far and you could drive it a little more and not have to... It's Don't. totally drivable. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's centrifugal supercharger. So if you're not a lead foot, it's totally mild mannered. It's got a giant radiator in, radiator in it. I've never seen it go over 185. Yeah, even push. It actually even in that picture, the radiator looks about three and a half inches yeah. thick. It's serious. So it's very friendly on the street, minus the you know the heat and the. Does it have a normalish clutch in it? It's not too bad. It's not. It's not that bad. No. I, I think now that I, I, would, I, I wouldn't call a thirty-five hundred dollar RPS triple disc carbon fiber clutch oh, for so the hydraulic variant. It's shattery as shit. The word "ish" has a very broad yeah. Yeah. for for us. Yeah, the, the clutch, you know clutch what, thing is weird. It's, it's crazy because there's people who will have, you know, we'll go drive someone's, you know, 600 horsepower something or other, and it'll have some crazy chattery race clutch in it. And then I just got back from driving the new Dodge Challenger Hellcat, which it's like I could do the clutch with my big toe, and it's, you know, holding 700 horsepower all day long. So it's weird to see how people tackle the clutch yeah, it's, issue. Yeah, it's all relative. You know, it's it's a street car is whatever you're willing to put up with. Mm-hmm. You know, for some people, I used to daily uh, an Elise, and it was you an really? awesome street car. I thought it was. But for, you can get in and out of it. I, the rest of it, it is not very bad. hard yeah. to drive. Yeah, it was a fun car, That's and that's, you know, I'm willing to put up with uh, it being loud and um, not the most friendly yeah, for, yeah. for a date or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm trying to take the table. It's okay. Uh, Elise. Um, um, yeah, I'm willing to put up with that for performance. Yeah. Uh but some friends, they need, you know, their AMG, and it has to be nice and quiet, and, you know. That's, so. that's okay, too. I daily a Volt, and it's silent, and it's great. And then I want to go make noise on the weekend and burn through fucking whole bunch of 91. It's good. That's yeah. perfectly put. We all have an amount of compromise we're willing to do for a daily driver. And it's just, if you like it, it's all that matters. I think we were talking about that with Carlos, with the 4C. Yeah. It's like it's too small to really use. I'm like, yeah, but someone's going to do it. You know, yeah, yeah. Like the Elise people, like the camping dude and the, the Elise. The camping guy. Do. Some guy, we saw some guy who was camping for like two weeks out of his Lotus. It was crazy. These guys are going camping in the fucking Cobra again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Pebble yeah, Beach. You guys about Cobra. Pebble Beach? It's got a 428 I'm uh, Cobra jet. I'm kind of Pebble Beach. Are you? Sorry, sure. You, you What's know, the story? What's the story? Why are you anti-Pebble Beach? Because I like cars that get used. Hey, Gary, you're a little oh, off, Mike. Uh, yeah. I think some of the, I mean, you know, there's some shit like, 
Monterey Historics. That's at Pebble Beach. Those these are guys racing these cars. That's, I, I got mad respect for those. That. That's those guys insane. have balls. Take man. a couple million dollar car out on Laguna Seca. That's cool. they give no fucks. To, you, ever, you ever watch Monterey Historics? The the cars from like the twenties. Like the 1915, you know, um, uh, what do you, what were they called? It was crazy. Uh, is, is the, back the in the runabouts day. or whatever they were, uh, the stutched Bearcats and well, stuff so like that. These motherfuckers have co-drivers that have to get yeah. in these cars with them. And a no, riding mechanic. Well, they're required. Yeah, they're required to have yeah. a riding mechanic because that's historical, but terrifying. Someone's like wooden wheels get in that car with some with asshole next to you driving who had too much champagne the night before and he's got a headache and you're, you're like, oh, you're basically a prop. Like, yeah, that's yeah. what you're doing sitting there. You're ballast. You're not fixing <laughs> shit on the side not of the Not even racetrack. fixed ballast. I would call it movable ballast. <laughs> I'd rather be on a tandem motorcycle race than in that car, like, yeah, hanging well, off the edge. Tandem motorcycle race. Do you guys go racing match? I mean, that car is definitely track ready, but... It's actually not quite track ready. Really? I mean, you build a car from absolute scratch. I mean, it was a rusty shell. It was a $1,500 rusty shell, and we broke the mold of Fox bodies, in my opinion. You're not going to find another one that has that same engine combo, suspension combo, anything like no, that. So we're going through a little bit of a learning curve with spring spring rates and, and setup. But uh, we've been lucky to have uh, Michael Essa. Oh, Michael knows what how to drive. Yeah. I, would, I would definitely trust him with a car. And well, maybe trust us. <laughs> the car, yes. The tires, no. <laughs> yeah. Michael won Formula Drift last year? Last, last year. year. I mean, isn't it, by the way, crazy that BMW factory wants nothing to do with Michael Essa. That was the first thing I asked him when I saw him. Isn't that crazy? So Michael Essa won Formula Drift driving a BMW that he built himself. BMW has like officially made a statement like, no, we want no part of this after a guy wins the series I think it even went car. further than that, like, take our logo off of it and stuff. Oh, did they really? Oh, yeah, I think it was Is there a weird crazy. thing with Germans just don't like drifting or something? Or I don't. I, they, I think if they said it's not what they're about. I can see It's that. weird. I, you know what? I, the, I can it, see it, them doing you still that. see that shit, like, on, on, like, an autoblog comment system. Like, especially on the autoblog. The Jalopnik yeah, guys like anyone, drifting for some reason. Anyone winning a motorsport... Whoever yeah. built the car, whatever the fucking motorsport is, give the guy a little credit. Well, and what did they just have Tangent Vector do? Go shoot that Go 235 shoot drifting. drifting in, yeah. in freaking South Africa. So you have Michael Essa doing uh, doing uh, feedback for you? Well, we met him during the flog test for Hot Rod. Mm-hmm. And Great name for a test, by the way. Yeah, inspires uh, confidence when you're showing up with yeah. your, your untested car. Uh, yeah. Hi, this is Hot Rod. We're if you want to come to the Beat the Shit Out of 2015. Uh, some of our much. editors who don't get out much are going to be driving your cars around. I mean, you're actually proud that you survived the three yeah. days. You know. I imagine it. No, dude, we've, we've done a lot of tuner cars, and a lot of really smart people build them. And it's like you let someone who doesn't know the car in the car – with fucking no regard for that little thing and this little thing, you know, shit happens. Oh yeah, I'm ho- I'm hoping Hot Rod releases some video. Do the car he, make it through okay though? He gets sideways about three quarter track <laughs> at Famoso, and oh. I just see carbon fiber flying everywhere. <clears throat> oh, but he he gathered really? it up, and uh, super impressive because it's got uh, in really quick steering. Yeah, it's actually got chain offset steering, and you can put different gears in it and, oh, and, and change yeah. the oh that's kind of ratio. Yeah, and, well it's an Is auto- it like a quickie change kind of thing too. It's not. That quick, but it's once quick you get the, once you get the you unit off, it it's for, quick. But you have yeah. to remove the unit from the car. Uh, but it was in like autocross mode, yeah. So yeah. It was super quick. So he's making like these half inch adjustments, and the car's it's snapping like back and forth. Oh. That's awesome. Like all like like uh, like a cart basically. 
where where you go full lock is you know ninety it, degrees. Currently oh, in that uh, configuration, it's one and a half turns lock to lock. Jesus, <laughs> it's not what I'd call street friendly. Yeah, you don't want to do that in the standing mile. Either. It's got oh yeah. Oh, you should run this. Are you gonna run well, the mile? That's what the eight fifty five is for. Yeah, dude, you should. Are you gonna do uh, Mojave Mile? You think? Yeah. Okay, how you, how we both done altitude. We both done one eighty in, in another Mustang that we both. Really? Yeah. Which Mustang was that? Uh, it's called the Boy Racer Mustang. I haven't seen that car. It's a twenty twelve uh, Vortex supercharged. Mustang oh, I haven't, I haven't seen that car. Is yeah, it, if you just Google nice? Creations Car on Boy Racer Mustang you, you, and or Mojave Mile, Boy Racer Mojave Mile. What year were you it's, out there? It's all Mad Maxed out. We did a bunch 12? of aero work to the front of we it. We were out there in twelve with that ZR1, in the the October one. We were, we're uh, April. Oh, you did the yeah. April one. Okay, but I, yeah. I did see you at the twenty eleven. In a GT3 RS. RS, Yeah, Yeah, that was with the stupid speed show when the fucking producer of the show thought it was, like, totally okay to, like, shut down the event so we could film this dumb bit. And, like, I was like, you know, like, a hundred people paid real money to be I was on the start line. I'm like, come on, man, hurry up. Let's go. You know that they, the, uh, oh, this is this your Mustang right here? Yeah, that was at Mojave. You've you've got a a nice homemade uh, front grill going on there. Yes. So what did this thing do? 180 in the Mustang? 182.4 and 181 with him. Wow, that's for a Mustang, that's fast, man. Yeah. Those How things really it? die above 150. What I was stoked on was we had the rev limiter set wrong. Uh-huh. And so we we had never gone before. So the first day was earning our, our stripes. We had to do 150, 170, yeah. blah, blah, blah. The next morning, we were going for our 180 run. That was the goal. Yeah. And we were hitting the red limiter right at the line. Really? And we were hitting 177, oh. 178. And it, it had the motor, and it took a few hours. And by the time we got the – we actually downloaded a tune at the track. Got really? The, yeah, got the rev limiter. You got service the, out there <laughs> enough to download a tune? But it was like 230. It was yeah. like 90 degrees, 20 mile an hour crosswind. Yeah. And we still did 182. So was that a 4.6, that engine? 5-0. No, it was 5.0. Oh, it was a 5.0? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because uh, 12, you said, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, so was that supercharged? Yeah. And that's what we were trying to – you know, Vortex Supercharger is a pretty good partner of ours. Mm-hmm. And we set out to have a bone stock 5.0. Their bone stock kit. Yeah, they did have a custom tune, and that was it. And see what we could do. So it was a stock five O with a few aero mods and presumably good tires. Yeah, I brand, guess. brand new Falcon tires. Brand new tires, and you still and you did one eighty. That's, that's in the middle good. of the day with a crosswind. That's fast. pretty good actually. That's was, really fast for an otherwise stock car. There was like a red. Remember that Shelby there that was. Built and had like a thousand horsepower. Yeah, it was a, it was a Shelby GT five hundred, like oh nine. I think he was much above one eighty either, and he was no, not. About I don't it. even think he hit one eighty. It was a brick. We yeah. geared it for Well, I mean, that's kind of the thing with Mustangs, though. Is it's always a brick. They're not exactly. Wait, so the what best kind of power was that making? Five eighty at the wheels. At the tire. Yeah, what was super cool was the arrow. Huh. At about one hundred and forty miles an hour, you could actually hear the splitter contacting the ground. There was no air going out of the car. <laughs> You hear that in the ZR1 too. The ZR1 is a 640 crank, and I did 176 six. And so, yeah, if you were making what a hundred more, a hundred no, not a hundred six twenty. That was five eighty to the tire. I made six forty at the, at the at the crank, not on the wheels. It was probably oh, five. Were, it's probably five fifty. So they were like honestly. spinning distance. Crank. Yeah. So yeah. that's that. Yeah. To break one eighty, you need about seven hundred horsepower, seven hundred something horsepower. That's cool though. Yeah, we, event, we were, actually. We were stuck because we you know, set out with that goal, and mm-hmm. we were so close, and all the stress of downloading a new tune with, a, new, with the raised rev limit, and yeah. pulled it off. Yeah. Um, and, and we backed it up. We didn't do it once. We turned, yeah, yeah. turned right around Not and did Not a fluke, it again. for sure. So the, you were using a, a factory Vortec tune then, too? We did have a custom tune. Okay. Do you find um, the, the Pro Tunes make a huge difference over the off-the-shelf map? It was good map? for like 80 horsepower. Fuck off. Yeah. 
Really? Yeah. A pro tune over a stock tune? Yeah. Well, the, we the, may the have stock... to pay. We may have to pay Cobb to pro tune the Fiesta. You can't it see it. I'm it. nodding a lot because yeah, yeah, yeah. It may the be difference worth it. is the Vortex stock tune is very conservative. It's got to work in all 50 states and all mm-hmm. the different conditions. So it was just like yeah, the, you uh, can throw that to the wind. The, uh, <laughs> that new in the V Sport that that new 3.6 twin turbo. It's a good they motor. pick up like 70 horsepower just a tune, no other changes. Uh, it's not surprising at all. Yeah. I mean, from a from a, a six. So there's a lot of room to And then you dyno tune it, and it smooths out the power band, gets rid of all those little valleys, it's, and they perfect the whole thing. Yeah, we had the right gearing, the right size tire, mm-hmm. the right... I mean, it was all set up to do 180 miles. Yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can make some magic happen. Oh, you, you, you did gearing? Yeah. Oh, uh, just in the rear or the whole training? Well, we chose a, a tire diameter, and, and, oh. a, and a three, it just happened to be that a 308 was perfect with the tire diameter. Oh, okay. And the gear ratio, which was one-to-one. What, uh, what gear do you have in the Fox body? I fucked up. It's got. <laughs> it's what, got four fifty six. No, it's got three seventy three. That's fine. What's wrong with the three seventy three? No exaggeration. Hundred and thirty miles an hour. Just lay into the throttle. Comes up to about fifty five hundred. Yeah. And it breaks the tires loose at about one hundred and forty <laughs> miles an hour. It's fucking scary. That's, as that's fun. Yeah, it's probably scary. I was driving that Hennessy Venom GT <laughs> and I broke the tires loose going into fifth at one seventy five. Yeah. It was. It was. I think that was enough. That's where you reach enough. Yeah. So what are you no. going to do? Back it down to like a 308 or something? Uh, to do what we we want to do 200, and Chris knows I'm crazy. <laughs> you know, Who's driving? 210. 210 is my well, we, There's the a couple mile? goals. First, it's 200. And then we want to hold the world record, which is about 211. For but, foxes? For a fox body. But I want to do 200 with less than 1,000 horsepower. That's there's my first no goal. need to go. It's 200 with less than 1,000 is actually a, is a lot harder than most people would expect it to be. He says it's impossible. I think we can do it with the I air just say the let's just throw some more boost at it. I think the it's motor possible, it. but it's it's tough. I mean, um, a 1,000 wheel? A thousand, I know a guy thousand, with a C5 thousand, Corvette thousand who makes 880 wheel and runs 206 in the mile. In a C5 court, which is a very told slippery you. car. Told mm-hmm. you we could do it. Thousand crank, eight something yeah. at the wheel. Yeah. Wonder what happens to Mustang Arrow at fucking two ten. <laughs> There's some drag racers that are doing that kind of number. Are they? Though, so, yeah. On stock bot on stock, stock body bodies. Work? Yeah. The guy that stock holds the current codes. world record has stock brakes and uses a parachute. Fuck off. All he has is a saline wing. <laughs> yeah, but, but what, what engine is he running? Is he like Oh, no, it's a, like 1,100 really horsepower. But like Arrow, it looks like, I mean, it's it looks like a street daily project. driver, dude. <laughs> I feel like the quarter mile guys, they just figure like if something goes wrong, it's a, it, it's a brief moment at 200. Whereas you guys, if you're doing standing mile, it's like 180, 190, 192. You know, you're sitting there. You have to sustain it for yeah, a bit longer. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, he can just pull the shoot and like, oh, we'll go back down. Yeah, but you <laughs> never you never avoid that old force equals speed times mass. You know, it's it's always the same. <laughs> oh, yeah. Always the same. Of course. Uh, no, I just think like drag race dudes, like that guy, he just guns it for, you know, eight seconds and then shuts it down real quick. And you just, you're going to have more time to simmer. I honestly <laughs> think the drag racing guys probably have more balls. There's walls. Yeah. It's happening so quick. You're doing it on a really big surface. If you get crazy, you're probably not going to stop. True. Plus, the amount of, of of force versus tension and stuff like that involved in a, in a high-horsepower drag launch is really gnarly stuff. Really but generally, if you're, if you're drag racing, you wreck, you're usually wrecking within the first couple hundred feet. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm not entirely yeah, sure know, about it, that. It, it, you blow off the tires and you go right into the fucking I just wall. watched an Evo go 175 and jump a berm over a road. So you right. don't necessarily, you know. 
you know, things can happen with sooner, your braking and, as well. And the sooner just... you hit something, the faster you're going when you hit it, by the way. So the whole, like, you stop pretty quick after you <laughs> yeah, crash is not really, sure really a bad idea. That argument. logic might be a little flawed. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you're going to do 210. Who's driving? You are? Gary? Chris? We're in it together. You're going to both drive? Is there, is there a little internal friendly competition going on? Yeah, you know, I would be lying if I wasn't happy that I did 182 and he did 181. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I think more, it's more about feedback. Yeah. And bouncing things, what the car is doing with each other. We'll, we'll, we'll autocross the cars. and that's. I, I bet autocrossing this car is not only an obscene handful, it's probably a lot of fun, actually. The, the car's got an insane amount of grip. Does it have power steering? Yes, it's got a Cobra rack. Oh, it does? Yeah. Oh, like a Terminator rack? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I just put in my car. They're tough to find, actually. You got to dig around for a while to find those. See, that's the problem. Everybody this weekend was telling me get a fox body, get a fox body, and then I'm like, yeah, the steering sucks, and they all nod and go, yeah, it's true. And I'm like, you know, You're still, are you still looking for a seven thousand dollar car? You got one, dude. Sell them your Focus. No, Vortex no. <laughs> Superchargers has a like a test mule. It's a 06 oh, IS three hundred with a supercharger on it. Fuck what? Off. Are you with a seven manual? grand? Seven grand. Just really? Can we call them? Can you call it, them it just, on this program? Just, and Zach can buy the car. It was car? just sold. Oh no! Yeah. For I, seven? Yeah, I was. I was texting. I almost the guy. called you guys. Oh my god! For a Vor- for his first gen IS three hundred. With a manual? Auto. No. Oh, it was an auto? You, you know this oh, man no, is going right. to take you out back and shoot yeah, but you. Yeah, right. wouldn't you trade an auto for a supercharger? No. Really? I would. It's automatic? In L.A.? I no. would trade for a supercharger. If yeah. it, you're talking daily. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm like... Plus, him. if it's Vortec, you're going to get it in good shape. I would drive oh, yeah. a test fuel in good shape. It was like the VP's yeah, car or something like that. Oh, it, was that exec- it was the executive demo. Yeah, probably works then. It was like 10 kits made or something like that. That would have been fun, though. Uh, that that development money may have been wasted. I don't know. Just saying. How many people supercharged <laughs> their IS three hundreds? Like nobody. Anyone who cares just went with a two J and a turbo. I've seen I've or the LS. Well, that's pretty race. popular, is it? Yeah. In IS three hundreds, are they doing? L- are they fit? They make a complete kit for it. Really? Guy out of uh, Texas. Uh, he makes the motor mounts, wow. the trans mount headers. I keep telling Zach to get a oh. first gen CTSV. I saw one drive by today. It drives by every morning, basically, that has turbos on it. You can hear it from fucking four blocks. They're good, except the rear end needs to be replaced almost immediately. They almost all break. Huh. I'd break it. But they, you uh, would. You absolutely they're, they're would. You probably know somebody they're who could do that. They're too expensive, though. They're still a little bit. And they're heavy. That's Compared true. to the IS. The IS, I think, is 3,200 pounds. Well, one, so but one has a 400 horsepower, and the other mm-hmm. has 200 horsepower. Well, with the LS swap. Oh, yeah. Oh, the LS yeah. motor, I think, is... Uh, 60 pounds less than the stock. Than the sticks? The stock six-cylinder. Oh, really? I think there's going to be a trend of modding those cars. They're, they're getting really cheap. And the first-gen ISs? Yeah, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, Chris. It's one JZ. I've been saying. And it's yeah. got super underpinnings. Yeah, but I mean, it's a major swap. Not, not in the chassis and the drivetrain, yes. Oh, no no chassis. I thought it was actually suspension pickup points and stuff. Oh, like that, the pickup points similar to the Supra, I believe. I have, su- I have an IS300. Oh, you it, it has super brakes on the front. Mm. Do so. you love it? It's fun. I mean, it's, it's a five speed. Let's put it this it's way: slow, he's had it like two. Do you want to sell it for slow. six grand? <laughs> he goes through tires like every six months. <laughs> We're friends. You got, you got a Cobra. You got a Cobra shirt on. You got an IS three hundred. No, there's. I've seen. I'm seeing them around. Like uh, I don't know. It's. I'm seeing manuals all over the place, and there's like this one in my building, and then there's one outside, and then I come down here, and there's another one, and it's just. I like, think it's. Have you driven one? No. 
They're solid. It's they like are driving really a solid. Mercedes. That like, was a it was a really good time for Lexus. I, the, that's, the I early figure it's, it's the best car I can get for that money, and it's pretty fun. But you, but you should tell me like how does it how does it handle how does it drive Canyon stuff like. Oh, it's fine. It's it's, fun. it's really fun. If you want to drive sideways everywhere, it's uh, it's a blast to drive. Does it have LSD? Uh, mine doesn't, but there is an option. For mine it. There's an option yep. for it. There's yep. a factory option. Did for it come yep. standard with the manual? Uh, yep. I think auto or manual, you can get the LSD yeah, option. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah you, you can, can look at the code on the door. It's like B or C. It's got an LSD. Uh, and even then, what's it cost to swap it out? A few hundred bucks. I'm, I'm not swapping maybe. a fucking diff. Yeah. I live in an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> so do I, but I have problems. You know how many tools I have? I have four screwdrivers. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, so, Gary, in the email before you came down here, you told me you have 11 boosted cars. No. It's the media getting it all wrong again. Now, what? I've had, ele- I've, had ele- <laughs> <laughs> I've had 11 Mustangs in my, oh. in, my, in my life. Oh, okay. And currently, yes, everything I own except for my long travel Ranger is... Either supercharged or turbocharged. Wait, what's a long? I've got a ninety. I'm reliving my childhood. So we all I just, are. I just picked up a ninety. <laughs> Wait, it stopped at some point. <laughs> yeah, that's no. your point. You're at that point now. You're. What are you? Are you forty? I'm going to be forty in September. Yeah, I know how you feel. Because we we know someone else that's uh, getting over thirty that bought the car they had in high school before. Um, you did. Me. <laughs> <laughs> my thirty crisis was creating creations in Chrome. Okay. And my forty crisis is. Top notch in this Ranger. What were so, you doing before thirty? Busting my ass trying to create a reputation. Same shit, but just no brand. Oh, oh, before thirty. You said oh, you, before you, thirty. Yeah, no, before said. thirty, I've managed body shops. And, oh, okay. Yeah, you know, my whole life prior to Creations in Chrome was making cars look like an accident never happened. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I was customizing my own cars. Yeah. But when I turned twenty nine, I was like, you know what? If I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. Yeah. And yeah. I don't like anything stock. I don't leave anything alone. And I created Creations in Chrome. That's cool. You know what, though? That's that's such a common thing because, like, I started a business a few years ago, and it's just like almost everybody I know that's done really well, they always do it, like, 28 to 32. Sometimes I feel like I started too late. Like, I, like right now I'm kind of struggling. I'm almost, like, ready to say fuck it and, really? and call it a day. Really? Yeah, because you need customers that are willing to spend $250,000, yeah. $400,000 to do what I, you know, you get to this level and then you're trying to take it to another level or mm-hmm. stay consistent. And we've got a, a pretty sick build going on right now, a 66 Mustang, which has been done a million times, uh, but sick budget. And well, there's, I mean, and and there's all there's always room for innovation. I mean, I saw that inboard suspension on the Myers car and went, holy shit. You know what I mean? Like, you can still look at a 66 Mustang and find something about it to go, holy shit, that's cool. Ring Brothers, I like their work a lot. Absolutely. Um, do, you know, uh, do you guys know um, uh, Philip at Cortex Racing? Yes. Yeah, yeah, great guys. I was, I was there this weekend. His, his Mustang's awesome. Talk about seat move back with the steering column. Holy shit. If I get some more coin, I will definitely be putting their rear suspension in, in that car. It's good, man. Cortex makes good shit. Yeah. We like them. So you got approved for all the spec Mustang series like a month That car actually has SN1 or S. 197 pickup points in the back. And you can bolt any yep. current body style Mustang well, that's rear cool. suspension in that box body. That's awesome. I like it. I like it a lot. Should we I take like a break a, real quick? Come back, uh, sell some shit, and yep. then uh, we got questions on Facebook. And, uh, I don't know, talk about more fucking cars. You know, it is what it is. I want to hear about this Ranger. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's broed out. We got to talk about Squarespace. You know, making uh, making a website sucks. Everything about it sucks. Dealing with hosting sucks. Dealing with design sucks. Especially if you have all these different people doing different things. Squarespace, 
Everything's there. It's simple and easy. You can get a beautiful design going. Just drag and drop your content. There's 24-7 support through live chat and email. Starts at just 8 bucks a month and includes a free domain name if you sign up for a year. If you want to sell e-commerce, you want to slang shirts, slang your works, your wares, maybe things you grow at home, I don't know, whatever you want to sell online, they've got it. E-commerce is right there. Maybe you grow tomatoes, you want to sell them online. Hey, they grow on the vine. Or you live in Washington State or Colorado. Yeah, you know. You can start a trial with no credit card required and start building your website today. When you sign up for Squarespace, use the offer code TIRE to get 10% off your first purchase and show your support for the Smoking Tire podcast. Squarespace, a better web, starts with your website. And then, of course, oh, ooh, I almost spilled my beverage. Which, thank you, gentlemen, for bringing this fantastic Wolf Creek uh, Renegade. It's good. Renegade IPA? Good, yeah. It's pretty like good. It. Mm-hmm. Chris is a connoisseur of many things. It's good, yeah. Makes me think about True Car, because they're changing car buying forever. It's like my segue there. I'm a professional. <laughs> Everyday True Car users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Some features are not available in all states. In the first three months of this year, over 126,000 cars were sold by the True Car Certified Dealer Network. True Car users save an average of $3,000 off MSRP. That's me. <laughs> when you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what other people paid for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. <clears throat> Excuse me. Third step is simple. Just print out your True Car Savings Certificate and take it to the True Car Certified Dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Remember, everyday True Car users receive negotiation-free, guaranteed savings. Save time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. And lastly, oh yeah, we should talk about Forza Motorsport 5, yes, the official should. racing simulator of the smoking tire, only on Xbox One. You can uh, challenge us to races, whether it's us or our drivatar, uh, by friending TST Racing. And, of course, check out the Smoking Tire Car Pack, which is available on Forza Motorsport 5. And uh, Horizon 2 is coming out soon. Yeah, yeah. Our buddy Justin came down the other day, and we were talking about the new game. It'll be out in September, I think he was saying. And he confirmed that we will be on the media tour Yep. for that. We are a stop on the media tour. We're media. You yeah. should expect uh, more stuff with us in the Forza team again. So yeah, and there may there might actually be we might be doing something else. Yeah, we might be going over there. To there, the thing there might be with a the thing guy. with the car. There's and... a thing with a car and a guy. It's uh-huh. over there with that other that other place. Mm-hmm. So maybe that'll happen. Uh, what do you guys want to plug? Creations in Chrome? Is it Creations? The letter N Chrome? Yeah, we like to make it difficult for people. So mm, it's, Chrome. <laughs> it's Creations mm. Mm, Chrome. Creations in Chrome. Dot com. Uh, you can also check out pictures of the car on Instagram under hashtag CNC Top Notch. Top Notch is a good name for a Mustang. We were, going with five liter heater. I like mine. That. That's good. Which is cheesy as fuck. Yeah. We like to get cocky with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you think? I'm painting my Fox Bonnie Polestar blue, the Volvo color. Could be neat, right? Yeah, that's cool. I love blue. Blue is a good color. Okay, so now that we're done with this stuff, I actually want to talk about the business of painting cars. Is it a lost art? Don't do it. <laughs> is, it a, is it a bad business to get into? No, it's just a ton of hard work if you give a shit. Yeah. That's, you could say the same thing about our business, actually. Because it's easy to make videos on the internet if you don't give a fuck. But if you if you take pride in doing it well, it's expensive, time-consuming, and not particularly rewarding in a financial sense. You summed it up perfectly. Yeah, really? 
Yeah, I mean, I can make a ton of money doing the chrome paint, and I'm passionate about this chrome paint that I do. I don't know if we want to. That's get your into no, that. that is that's your yeah. your specialty actually is the chrome paint. That's the the initial claim to fame. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it's a product called Spectrochrome, and essentially it's mirror. Is it the Alsacorp stuff? No. That's that was that the original, the first one. No, it all kind of. That's a really long story. That could be a is whole it? other episode. Really, like uh, all the story the, like, of chrome paint. Like, yeah, like the. The rich guys that yeah. were figuring it out 15 years ago, uh-huh. they all know each other. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, and then there was a rift. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's, <laughs> it's great. It's not necessarily over. The but. first car I remember was was 50 cents chrome Lamborghini. That was the first car I remember being like, no, it's that, chrome. That wasn't paint. Or that that was just normal paint. That was actually pieces of uh, polished aluminum, two-sided mm-hmm. piece of aluminum suspended in rubbing alcohol over a black base. Oh. Whoa. Yeah, so they spray that all over the car, uh-huh. and then they actually rub it with a microfiber cloth and polish it. So like they polish metal. it like, oh, wow. Well, what it does, it, it aligns these little metal flakes, uh-huh. so they're on the polished side. That's how you... Can't you basically Whoa. turn any uh, anything into, quote, chrome by doing that? Polished whatever? Well, that's a paint process, like traditional, like you just use a spray gun. Uh-huh. So what is the chrome... What is your spectrochrome like? What we do is it's essentially mirror-making material adapted for automotive use. Huh. So mirror making material is silver nitrate and ammonia, mm-hmm. and so they're you know some it other stuff. Toxic as shit. It's it's bad, but it's no, <laughs> it's nothing like traditional chrome plating. It's oh, really? way better. Oh yeah, traditional chrome is fucking. Yeah. You can't even open a shop anymore. No, so it's uh, a lot more environmentally friendly. It's not nearly as bad for yourself either. Yeah. You definitely want to protect yourself. It's not going to kill you in one day. It's going to kill you over twenty years. <laughs> oh, no, <good. laughs> I, I, I know I'm forty years deep minus two days or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've just sucked one year of your life away. <laughs> no, yeah. So that portion of it's not paint. It's silver nitrate uh-huh. chemical process. So basically you start off with a base coat. Like a, a, just a, a primer, it, basically? It's essentially like a single-stage paint job from the 70s. Okay. You know, one glossy, wet coat. Right. Okay. What's the bitch is you can't touch it or denib it or anything. It has to come out of the gun orange peel-free and dirt-free. So you essentially have to paint a car... From the 1970s style, perfectly on the first try. Right. Is the prep well, any different? You sand a little bit finer. You finish with an 800 grit scratch, maybe as opposed to a 600. Okay, so grit you scratch. just really, really fine then on the body panels. Right. So right. how come you can't, you know, sand it or do the normal things that you would do? Because the next step isn't paint. Okay. And that's what most people don't get, and it's yeah, it gets really frustrating. I, ask, I actually answer a tech line. It's a lot of fun. Do you really? Yeah. Does it use? <laughs> let's, not, let's not get into that. Bat that's phone, a, that's you have another a bat phone chrome paint tech <laughs> line. What does tech support sound like? Can you do an Indian accent? That would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. Hello, hilarious. this is Creations in Chrome. My name is uh, Mike. <laughs> uh, so okay, so the, what's the next process if it's not paint? It's mirror making material. So the same process that you would use to make a mirror is basically a piece of glass. Uh-huh. Instead of a piece of glass, you're using this base coat that okay. we've applied. Is it a liquid? What is yes, it? Yes. It's a liquid. It's essentially water. It's like 98% water with a few key Just ingredients. A couple in. little molecules. And then do you clear coat that? Or? Then you apply that, and then you have to let that dry. Because on a molecular level, even if it's dry, like to the you, you look at it yeah, or touch yeah. it. On a molecular level, it's not dry. Okay. And so that's a whole other step. And then, yeah, you clear coat it. And then so the, the the color comes in the base coat? No, the color comes in, in the clear coat. In the mirror, in the clear so coat. it's always silver first, like, you know, like a, like a, mirror, so it's like just a bumper. A, so it's a tint. It's not even... That so goes to get the, the colors, yeah. then you start doing candies. So 
It's, this is a lot to take in. It's probably boring. No, for no, 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 no. Cool. You'd but be surprised at let, how let, nerdy some of these. I'll, people I'll break are. it down real quick. You got to be a badass to do a single stage paint job, orange peel free and mm-hmm. dirt free. Mm-hmm. Then you got to be another kind of painting badass to do a candy paint job. So it's like basically the most demanding paint process that you could come up with. You know, do a single stage paint job, shiny, orange peel free, and yeah, no yeah, dirt yeah. in it. Don't touch it. Do you just leave and then it when you're in, done, you like spray a candy booth, on top of it, just untouched. You have to like you have to leave the car in the booth to keep it dirt free. Yeah, exactly. Is it like super booth too, or it's same thing? If you give a shit, you maintain. It. <laughs> yeah. I call that yeah. my dojo. Don't yeah. step inside that place yeah. you know, without my permission. It's it's like a NASA clean room. Are you wow. guys using the? I know those 3M's got the sheets now that you can put up and peel down. Is that what you guys use? That's a lifesaver. Yeah, it's a 3M dust trap. Oh, so it's like you can make a booth within the booth. It, it's just it, it almost looks like car- it almost looks like carpet, and it, it, I think it's got an electric static charge, mm. and it'll actually grab dirt out of the air. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome! Versus yeah. like on old boots, you used to have to scrape them and sand them and clean them, and like what every six months? It just depends on on the yeah. use. On if you give a shit. Also. Right, exactly. So with the chrome paint, does it does it weigh? I mean, weigh more than regular paint? Or is it negligible or? It's negligible. Yeah. It's a uh, I call it uh, plating on a molecular level. It's actually less. Uh, than a micron thick. Oh wow! The silver layer is. Is it is it kind of like some of the the fake chrome that you see on like the plastic on like plastic stuff that you buy at the store where it's is it the similar kind of material or? Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking at this like trophy. This, like looking that at shitty like trophy? a bowling trophy right here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's probably the same process you know done in China in, in mass production. Yeah, and done it. Yeah. yeah. And if you look at it really closely, it looks like shit. Because that trophy was six dollars, right. if that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love the way the chrome paint, and I, I'm going to say the word you didn't like really wrap. I just yeah. like, don't don't call your paint a wrap. I learned that, um, but I just like I like the way the the color over shiny stuff looks. That there's that blue F40 picture of the blue, and it's, it's a wrap, which is you know a chrome wrap with blue over it, and it's like holy shit because it just sets off different lines of a car that you normally don't see. And it's just, it's such a rad thing. Absolutely. Uh, you know, in pictures, the wraps look good. And I think the wrap is an excellent fl- solution for a lot of things, including cars. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very cost prohibitive. I like, I like wrapping for, like, for going on a rally, like, or if I'm going to, if I'm taking my car on one lap le- next year, I'm going to wrap it, like, just because whatever, right? Fuck it. But it's not that. Mm-mm. Yeah, and, you know, people come to the car and they pick at it and things like that and mm. it just gets frustrating. And the reason, oh, the reason why shit, we... I would yeah. kick someone in the fucking head. Oh, yeah. You know, you go to see me, you got these guys with these... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're dragging their luggage behind them because they're there for a day. And, and they're fucking automotive PK <laughs> race rested on the fucking roof taking so a picture. We actually repainted it because only the paint job was getting attention and this, the fact that we, you know, have a complete custom tube, chromoly tube chassis. yeah, yeah. Complete aluminum interior. I mean, it's it's not a Mustang. It's a NASCAR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a I, Mustang it's VIN, and that's though, all. It's interesting though that you intentionally dialed back the paint because the rest of the car wasn't getting enough attention. And because I saw it out of order, right? I saw it in person in red, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then I saw it in magazines, like, "Damn, they went over the top." Because I already knew what the car was, I recognized it immediately. I was like, "Oh, he must have painted it." It's like somebody that gets a gigantic boob job and goes, "Whoa, we need to scale these back." <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting that they that it went the other way. And, and that was from experience of taking our other car that we talked about, that 2012 Mustang mm-hmm. GT. That was a chrome red car, mm-hmm. and that car is a bit more streetable, so we can drive it to shows and you know that kind of and different events and stuff like that. And we had sponsors. Um, invite us into their booth for a car show 
to you know display and show off our car, and guys were coming up and saying, "Whoa, that's awesome paint!" And then they would just walk right by, yeah, yeah. and they're not looking at the wheels or the supercharger yeah, or yeah. anything else on the car. Yeah. So that tended to overshadow the entire well, car. Dude, it's SEMA. I mean, it's like you can't. You gotta. You gotta pull some crazy shit to stand out at SEMA. You yeah. can't bring a Mustang on rims. I mean, if this this one is a whole other level. But well, SEMA makes people have ADD. There's so much going yeah, on. Yeah, so yeah. Right. I'm so desensitized and hungover at SEMA. I'm like, oh, more you rims. You can only see much so much before you just glaze over like a day and a half into that show. Yeah, right. only the really really out there stuff draws my attention more. Yeah. SEMA. I, I, do you guys like SEMA? I love it and hate it. Yeah. Yeah, because be- before I was even started Creation Scrum, it was always a dream to be sponsored at yeah, something. Yeah. Ride a dirt bike good enough, ride a skateboard yeah, yeah. good enough, you know, get a t shirt deal or, or whatever. And uh, to do what I do for a living and love what I do and to be recognized at that level, yeah. it's a big honor. Except <laughs> you actually have to but, go and but, sit but there. But then, then you do it, and, uh, you know, the, the luster has been knocked mm-hmm. off for sure. Mm hmm. The trade show, the air in there—it's the—it's the, like oh, you're sucking on carpet fibers. For, oh my you know, god! Eight hours a day. You see cool. I mean, you genuinely see cool stuff. And for people who don't get to go or have to go for work, it's a great once in a lifetime thing to go. But when you got to go every year and you got to spend the whole week and you got to be up at eight to 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 be lively. Oh. I, I've never fucked up my back as much as last year when I had 50 pounds of podcast gear on my yeah. back for walking around SEMA while carrying camera gear or or samples of parts or podcast gear. It's like yeah. forget it. It's huge. Makes you want to get a rascal. I mean, it was <laughs> we get some really good stuff out of it, but fuck, does it pain, take it's a painful. toll? It really is. It's painful for a builder. SEMA is kind of the like okay, the car's done. It's setting. It's it's sitting. It's not going to have to move. We can kind of relax now. Yeah, yeah. You know, kind of say hi to your sponsors and yeah. make the rounds. But bang I mean, tire models. The the uh, <laughs> the ones for the for the Chinese off brands are no, great because no. <laughs> they that have low hooks self, up, dude. They have low self esteem already. <laughs> yeah. Now, what a lot of guys don't realize, people they don't build, are the two months, three months, you know, the year before is our crazy hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we were, we, were, we put in, uh, I think, 120 hours one week or the three weeks before SEMA. Yeah. It was between 110 to 120 hours yeah. that week. Yeah. Just being modest, we were up for 72 day, or seventy two hours. It's the exact but same the, story the, the Ring la- Brothers told the, us with their Pantera the last year. The last three days, we were at the shop. We, yeah. We, we slept standing. So up. at a certain point, you go, meth starts making sense. No. <laughs> Not when you got my frame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's too appropriate. Exactly. <laughs> Way too easy to fall in. That's a, Gary, that's a, Gary's thin and rather pale, and if you took out two front teeth and messed up his hair a bit, <laughs> you know, he'd be ready for fucking meth city. <laughs> Breaking bad extra. Yeah. <laughs> in Jason's apartment. And that's why Matt can't drive my car. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, the seat is. Yeah, it's I, small. I got this seat for like a little Asian dude. Yeah, it's small. That's uh, we, I've had that that issue before. A lot of the cars we try and film they are meant built for a guy built it for himself, and he's fucking five four. It hurts sometimes. That car is definitely maybe, actually maybe a body we'll send, for maybe we'll send Zach. Maybe we'll send Zach to do the review. We can we have Front a cor- correspondent? Space. No, we'll, actually, we'll I, I don't like the seat. I don't like the seat either. Actually, uh, to be honest with you, we we want to put a uh, Pro Two Thousand seat, yeah. which is like the passenger seat. Yeah, yeah. Because we are on the street a lot more, and that racing seat. 
Oh my god, it, it beats comes, the shit out of you. Well, and it comes way out past. Oh, it's your, like a horse with blinders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it has yeah. A, those headrest halos on them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I want to rework the steering column. I, I don't like the ergonomics of it. We had uh, uh, Bucky Lastic was on the podcast last last week, and uh, and he's got a daily driver like Subaru STI, but it's got some Recaros in it, and he and the, he's a very felt gentleman. He's skinny. And he's got the he's got my size seats in the car, which is great because for a daily driver, it still kind of feels like a bucket, but it's not like I can't breathe in here. You, know? you can only slide so far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, some racing seats where if you have your phone in your pocket and you're daily driving, like you can't you can't get out of your pocket. Like you have to commit to whatever your pocket uh, situation your situation is be when you get in. Yeah, which is exactly to... what I told everyone. Especially when I bought if you have harnesses. Purse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. I hate, I. Thought harnesses were the best. I fucking hate them now. <laughs> I can't stand harnesses. You still feel so cool when you're strapped. I know. It's such a pain in the ass. Yeah. When True. you pull, when you get in your car, and then you start, you take that that twenty seconds to really get them done up. Everyone gives has time to get their iPhone out and take a picture of your shit. You know, it's fucking. Well, then what? what you do is long drives. You go lap belt, which is worse. Like, cause you're you don't you want to be. Then you're dead. Right. Then you're dead. <laughs> yeah. Have you? I've never asked you. That. Have you ever had problems with cops saying shit about your? Uh... Never. No. No. Never. Well, at least they're... I know they could, but they haven't. Yeah, well, I, I, and I've I been mean, pulled over in that car. And no they are something. safer, so it's good to see that they actually recognize that. I mean, if I get pulled over, I make sure to leave them on, like, really tight so it doesn't look like I'm slacking. You yeah. know what I mean? They're on. Like, I won't be able to. And I'll be like, can I take these off so I can get my wallet and, you know, all that dumbass kissy shit you got to do? <laughs> yeah. You guys get a lot of tickets? I'm glad Drive. you brought that up. <laughs> you, got, you have a rant? Let's hear uh, no, it. No, I'm just going to say what I do, and I get out of a lot of tickets. And it... Being white? Well, <laughs> that, that probably doesn't That does doesn't work, work pretty good. Step one to getting out of crimes, but A, B, white. I roll down, you know, most cars have power windows, so I roll down both the front mm-hmm. windows, and then as he's approaching, I put my hands out the window. I put my hands on the wheel, where they where you could see them, but... Because yeah, if he can yeah. approach me and see that I'm not doing anything with my hands, I can let his guard down. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm yeah. like, hey, I'm already communicating yeah, with yeah. Or you can go Chris's route, where you can you know drift corners, <laughs> and then get out of it. This guy gets out of. How do you get out of it? What's your move? Look be at that polite. mouth. Just politeness. Yeah, be polite. No, I'm talking. Oh, well, about, I, I always fight it in court. Oh, or yeah, yeah, through, yeah. 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 I guess it's time by decoration. This guy gets out yep. of all kinds of stuff. Uh, you get you don't out get of out of it on, right. on the side of the road, though. No, you get no, out of it later. But I think I think the key is to you know keep your mouth quiet. Don't don't bury your hole deeper than it has to be. Definitely shut up. Be nice. Don't be a dick. Don't be a smart ass. Yeah. And don't say anything. Yeah, and don't yes, give sir. the officer something something to remember you by. You know. Just, yes, well, yeah, that's be the discreet, big, you know? thing I've been told is like be unremarkable. Right? Yeah, so. you're very unremarkable. I am. <laughs> I am very. Unremarkable. And also, if you're in the Los Angeles area, we recommend Mr. Ticket. Which, yeah, we do. Which you can find at uh, www.4mrticket.com. He helped uh, both Zach and I in the last couple months. How's your case going? Good. Yeah? It's good. It's going well? It's My not, case is I'm going not, well. Else. You guys use I'm a ticket? Uh, I'm, I do it myself. Oh. But, well, uh, well, I mean, you know, I, uh, um, I think I'm five for seven in the last two years. By yourself? Yeah. That's really good. And uh, I have two good. pending. So that's we'll, very good. Fingers crossed. We'll that's see awesome. I Chris gets here. into things, and that's one of his things. Tell you what, I'll give you <laughs> half of what I give Mr. Ticket, and you can come to court with me next time. I think there's maybe some mental retention that comes along with the name. I mean, I, it's just going through like every little loophole and figure out every way to get out of the damn ticket. Yeah, part of it, I think, is, is knowing the law. 
It's one thing if you're, if they're justified. If you get caught street drifting, you've earned that ticket. But I get a lot of like seventy eight in the seventies. Like I get a lot of really dumb. If I do a lot of shit that deserves tickets, but I don't get tickets for that. I get caught. I think it's karma that I end up ahead because I get tickets for dumb shit instead of for the big shit, right? Yeah. I guess there's there's a glass half full way to look at that. I well, have the, a CHP the first ticket telling me I got, anything yeah. under 80. You know, just keep it under 80. Yeah. You're good. Not true. You're not true at all, but you, good strategy. Hope it works for you. <laughs> <laughs> I've never got a ticket for under 80. Oh, well, then, then keep doing what you're doing, my friend. That's fucking great. Do you, I, I don't... This, this, the cops are... They're out of hand. They're I, I got a good hand. story when it comes to that. And, and like this was in 98. Today it would be called felony evading. <laughs> it was That's great. I think I think for the purposes of the story, you should start it off. Let me tell you about the time I was felony evading. I think he did. Something like a badass. All right. Now but now it, you have my attention, it, it sir. It wasn't though. That's not, back then. It wasn't because it's like before police chases or something. But I did a hundred and forty-five in a bike it, or car in, on a bike in a forty-five. That's Ooh. easier. Wow. Yeah. Is that? It's not four. No, three times. That's good though. Three times plus. And no, three times exactly. That's great. Triple's good. If you're going to go over, go all, away. All I got was a ticket. That's crazy. How? Yeah. Tell That's crazy. The, tell the thing. I got tell the story? It yeah. was like, like 1.30 in the morning, something like that, and I'm on a street bike and... I'm sure everyone that's ridden a street bike has ditched the cops. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's, part, it's a rite of passage. And so I see one in that. a parking lot, and as soon as I drive, because I'm doing like 85 and a 45, and he's like in a, a church parking lot or something like that. And uh, as soon as I make you know look over there, his lights turn on. You're so gone. I know I'm so I just downshift and open the throttle right. And this guy was pretty persistent, so we went on like probably three or four mile like. Wow. Roundy round. I would call that a... I know that's a high-speed chase. That's what I'm saying. Like, felony evading. You say roundy round. I say high-speed chase. (laughs) We we drove around for a little bit. We did a couple uh, of laps. It was pretty awesome. He's like, man, I couldn't believe you didn't crash. (laughs) (laughs) Our friend Rob got a ticket in Utah for $199 in a 65. That this year? What kind of car? No, no, no. It was in uh, Bull Run 06 in the Ford GT. And he did not get arrested. He got a ticket. He got a reckless, but they did not arrest him. Was 199 just the top of the radar detector? Uh, Maybe. That's what. No, he he said he was drag race. He did a drag race from 200. So he was slowing down from that. Okay. These people are insane. Did you see uh, the article that Doug DeMauro put up this week? Uh, About his Range Rover breaking again? No, no. About his Ferrari? No, not tomorrow. Not tomorrow. About his Ferrari always, not getting always, him any pussy. Which, no, no, no. Which, is, I which always, option is it? I always confuse tomorrow and Patrick's uh, because they kind of. Oh, Patrick Patrick spending three days. In yeah, jail. yeah, for speeding in Virginia. Yeah. Really? This, this dude, yeah, this dude in Jalopnik was on a ZL1 Camaro press drive. <laughs> he had a 93 oh. and a 55. Went back to court. Had mandatory court appearance. This is on a press launch, and got sentenced to three days in jail. And went back and just just served his his three plus, days. He, plus a he did a he did a long weekend in the Virginia jail. Fucking first, wow. spe- and apparently you know he wrote a whole long article about it. It's kind of funny, and uh, you know he's like all the inmates were like, "What the fuck is this motherfucker doing in here?" <laughs> like that was. Like, but apparently it's a thing in Virginia where they'll you don't speed in Virginia. Yeah. It's a rule. I've been I was given a reckless for eighty and a sixty five. 
in Virginia. Because he said I did it. He said the the cop said that I was speeding and did a lane change at the same time, and that that those together somehow constituted a wreck. And I had to go back for a mandatory court appearance. It was crazy. What wow. bizarre delusional world do they live in that they think eighty and sixty five is reckless? Dude, that's that's old Re- America, it's, it's man. Yeah, it's, it's old. I'm just glad though that with Patrick's people. small frame and felt boyish face, that the reaction from the inmates there was, "Why is he in here?" Instead of Hi. Instead of, boy, am I glad he's in here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he said there was no butt rape. Disappointing. <laughs> really, I, I clicked away from the article once. He's like, don't worry, I didn't get butt raped. I was like, what am I reading this for, man? <laughs> I, can't, I can't jack off to a regular article. Matt only reads Jalopnik for hardcore For ass hardcore rape. gay porn. <laughs> what do you guys like for media? Where, where do you consume your media? Reddit. Reddit? Man, they fucking hung me out to dry last week. What happened? Uh, with the drive... Thing that's going on. Oh over there. yeah, your subscription thing. Holy shit! Did they hang me out to dry? You know what are you gonna do, right? Can't win. Can't win. The thing about that is, it was about the drive thing. Is it was like the business was dead. Like it was dead. It was. And it wasn't dead last week. It was dead in January when Google's partner program died and their and their and their ad money ran out. It was dead then. So to bring it back now under this model, there's no right answer. But it's it it it's. People are acting as if something was taken away from them by the subscription model. And I understand why they feel that way. But something was taken away from them back in January when Google was like, (laughs) fuck you, and left us high and dry. So this is the only way we could bring it back. So people are going, well, your videos used to be 10 minutes, and now the free ones are four and a half minutes. That's four and a half minutes more than you were going to get. You were going to get nothing. And so... I understand that you're upset that it's now four and a half minutes for free and you have to spend this $4 a month. And to some people, as I've been schooled, $4 is actually a lot. Not to anyone I know, but to people out there in the world, $4 a month is a lot. But there was no other option. It was dead six months ago or it comes back like this. That's it. There's no... <laughs> no. True. And people can argue and they can pitch. And, and, and they will. And that's okay because... We appreciate those clicks while that's what we needed. But if, if anybody wants to bitch, bitch at YouTube about their ref share agreements, they suck. That's, I mean, that's, that's the, actually the, the problem is that, is that YouTube and Google are such a monopoly. 98% of all the videos on the internet are on YouTube. Where else do you go? I mean, we we went off site to Vimeo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we went off site to Vimeo Patrick for George's our movie, thing. but. But we it took a while to convince people to go over there, and we had to set up redirect links, and we, we almost had to, like, trick people into going to Vimeo by giving them an easier link to click and then making it a redirect. Which is a shame, because Vimeo's video quality is way Vimeo's better. Vimeo's great. Right. Vimeo's the best video platform that there is, yeah. for sure. I watch it on Roku. Pretty cool. On Roku? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Vimeo through Roku. Their yeah. streaming is great. Their bandwidth mm-hmm. is good. We don't. We get very few complaints about it. I mean, you get a couple of other players coming up. Daily Motion moves a lot of traffic in Europe. Yeah, um, and then they yeah. stole. They pirated um, Chris Harris's LaFerrari video. Did by the they? way, yep, oh, well, it was on Daily them. Motion. Fuck them! And, yeah. Well, did uh, they pirate or did someone pirated? Uh, is Daily Motion is like a YouTube? So there yeah, are users yeah, who upload. Yeah, it's user upload. Okay, well, someone pirated it yeah. over there. Okay, I sent it the link. And then there. you know, it's every, everybody here knows that Yahoo's setting up a network, but yeah. it's not quite ready yet. And then we'll see what happens with Vimeo in the long term. There are probably a lot of listeners who would like to hear me go on a 30-minute rant about the details of the drive thing. All I'm going to say is I don't want to do it again. So go listen to the Hooniverse podcast. The episode is called Sponsored. 
or yeah. something like that. Yeah, it isn't came it? out. It came out. Uh, it'll be out already if you're listening to this. It, it came out today, and today, what's the date today? It's the fifth. The fifth. Sixth. Eight six. Eight six. So yeah, the Hooniverse podcast from August sixth was called sponsored. I'm on it. Uh, we talk about this in great, great detail for the first 30 minutes of the show. Yeah. We, don't we also did, uh, again while we have guests. And then be out is even more detailed as car stories as well. Oh, yeah, on, Peter, on the Peterson podcast. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. So anyway, it's, you know, it's a shitty situation, but sometimes you get into shitty situations. You just have to, you have to dig your way out. Not everyone likes it. Nothing compared sometimes to what you're dick. going through, but I had a, a YouTube video <laughs> go over a million views. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, the... The copyright-free music that I used was, you know, third-party content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it sucks, right? It's like, what the fuck? And is it was royalty-free music the whole time. Yeah. No one cared, and all of a sudden they stepped in. Mm-hmm. It's 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 weird how the algorithm works. Sometimes it's an error, and you can work your way back around it. But music is always the biggest issue with Drive. Um, what we learned <laughs> is that there's a lot of people in in certain different countries that can't subscribe to Drive, and a lot of that they blame us. Which is, I mean, which is really, when you think about it, is so fucking ridiculous. Like, why would we intentionally cut these people off from that? Um, but uh, it's their countries and their international music licensing rights, which are so much different from ours, and that is why that content is blocked. It's re- it's it's weird. I mean, I, I it's literally their own governments. It's not right. nothing we can do about it. So, did you get your music back? No, I, I had to... The uh, video was done? You, or well, you, were you in an effort read? to try to like go to the next... Because it wouldn't give me the benefits of having a, a million views or yeah, whatever yeah. this thing against me. So Now, was I, this with YouTube's own like free licensed music that they provide? Yeah, exactly. Really? Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? No. Oh, wow. They That's can eat a whole fun. bowl of dicks. See, YouTube, they can make their own rules. That's the thing about... That's the shitty part like, about this YouTube. This guy doesn't deserve a million yeah. views on this video. They can fuck like around. That. I mean, the, 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 the partner program we were part of before, they were supposed to pay us quarterly. Okay, well, guess what? Your YouTube? Eh, I think maybe I'll pay them 60 days late this month. What do you do? Nothing. You, right. we, we can bully YouTube, sue YouTube. Sure, you'll get your one check, and then they'll go piss off, and that's it. You know. So it's. it's I think they're probably just too big. There's, you know, there's a side that runs the music thing, and then there's another one that like monitors music, mm-hmm. and they probably don't communicate enough. They're where, the GM of video content. Providers. Yeah, they, they. Someone probably missed a zero one, and it's like you're using. Your video got recalled. Free, yeah, you're using free, <laughs> and, and if those two, if you send it to them, they go, "Oh no, it's 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 free music. It doesn't matter." But it's just the algorithm spikes and it goes, "Oh, it sees all these things and where this music come from and pulls it down just to be safe." I'm yeah. over all of it as far as trying to like, like expose my business. Happens a lot with like news shows and stuff too that publish to YouTube because they'll take yeah. a clip from something else and then you know it's fair use. It's news. It, yeah, yeah. And you're they commenting yank the whole thing. on it and then they'll just do it. Rogan talks about that with his YouTube feed all the time. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to working on cars, is there anything you guys will not work on? Or is there? I mean, not yeah. not that's too big, but is there just like I like <laughs> to be challenged. So I, I mean, if you got the, it's all about. Unfortunately, at the end of the day, it's all about money. Just what you just discussed. Right, right, yeah. You, know? you got it. Well, you got to make a living, man. Right. You got to do it. So, uh, I think Chris struggles with that a little bit. You know, he he needs to be. He's got needs like to think it's badass. And well, that's uh, that's fair. Someone no, someone in the business should go. Is this badass enough for to have our name on it? Right. right? No, I agree. I'm not complaining. For, no. for me, I'm the. I you know I got to. Yeah, pay the, pay the bills and everything. It's yeah. like, you know, I feel you. I feel you. I, I think part of it is that the uh, the customers, I guess maybe they're. Um, their Am I going to put underglow on something? No. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's part of what it is. Yeah, people, people, uh, they don't really. Uh, I, I guess what's the best way to say it? They're they're okay with 
not having perfection yeah. in their builds. So, for example, you're building a hot rod and you have exposed wires and you have just sloppy, you know, the bolts don't match. Yeah, yeah. They're okay with that. They don't know. They don't care. They want to. You, know, well, you look job. at it quick. You can't yeah. tell. You know, I look at it, you know, and it's all button heads and they all, they all have to be aligned a proper way and yeah, you can't yeah. see one you wire see, under the engine bay. Now we're friends. Yeah, and, no. And well, see, that's, that's that good gets me because. You I know. think that's a given. I, I'm talking about, like, as far as he said, projects. You know, what, no, yeah, what I meant was, you know, if someone said, I want you guys to, to do something crazy on my second-gen Eclipse, you know what I mean? Like, are you, is that, are you going, nah, I'm not really with that. Or you go, you know, we could try something crazy here. Or that's, that was more what I went, I, I, I like where you went with it, Chris, but I, but I mean, Yeah, if it I was started. to, you know, put bitchin' differentials in it and a big-ass turbo and, yeah, you yeah. know, like a you know, throw a roll cage in it, sure. But if they want to put 24s on it and airbags, no, that's probably what not What if they thing. want NOS? Like, two bottles. <laughs> NOS. Like big ones. Big, big, yeah. and, they, and, like, and a flat-bottom steering wheel. By tonight. So, <laughs> I think we have a bend towards motorsports or, or yeah. racing. You know, we want, anything can be lighter and faster and stronger and even your daily driver. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to uh, – do you guys want to go racing? Like, I mean, I, I know you, you guys are fucking around for, for fun and PR with your Mustang, but do you want to, to make a go at racing? Is that, a, is that a goal? It just seems so far off when you're trying to grow a business. Mm-hmm. It, I think carts is where it's at. I think it's the best, the best bang they. for the buck. I think, and you get the most driver feedback. And, We've got uh, two 125 most. shifter carts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bucky was in here last week, and he said he's had a shifter cart for like 15 years, and it's he keeps it nice, and it's still competitive, and it's the most fun thing he has. And and, and I would def- where where do you go run shifters? Willow Springs or in the parking lot? Or <laughs> <laughs> you guys have yeah. a, a sweet lot. You have a big it's, lot. It's big enough. You're in Valencia, right? Yeah. Are you over by where AE was? Yeah, we're. Well, oh. our, our old shop was. Our oh, old shop okay. was we were, right down the street from We me, were yeah. there that day. Dude, was, that whole situation is so fucking sad. And I knew Paul and Roger, and, and they're just both the most wonderful people. And it must have been apocalyptically shitty to be there. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, you think back and go, man, you know, that that day I didn't say hi to, you know, I never approached Paul. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, we talked to Roger about Fox Bodies because yeah, he was yeah. the big Fox Body He was guy. the guy. I right. mean, you want to talk about a Fox Body collection. He was the, he, like he six. had 50 yeah. of them. Yeah. So you just think, oh man, if I would have grabbed him, would that have been in the change, the, you know, the butterfly effect? Yeah, you know, or, yeah. can you can you offset the space time continuum <laughs> right. by five seconds? You know, so, yeah, that kind it of was, thing. Uh, super shitty. I, I talked to a dude today that was saying this guy's a car collection, and he's like, oh, he's got a Craig GT, he saw stock tires on it. I was like, is he fucking retarded? Like, why? Yeah. He's like, well, it's a collector's car. I'm like, get a new set of wheels. The take the takeaway from that is, you know, have good tires. Yeah, you gotta have good tires. You can't you can't have a car sit around for ten years. On the original set of tires, and even if you're a good driver, and even if there's no one else on the road, and even if it's an otherwise normal every day, that shit can bite you in the ass, man. Yeah. So sad. If, if you were there and, and saw the road, and you just got this crown in it, and it's yeah. like a decreasing radius, yeah. it's, you know, it's, it, there's it, all these things stacked against it's you. It's just enough of each little thing to just... And horribly. And it's not like Roger couldn't sudden. drive either. No, you know? Roger's fine. Was a fine driver. Yep. He was, yeah. There's, I would, I would get into a car with Roger Rodas ten days out of ten, a hundred minutes out of a hundred. I would get in a car with Roger and not think twice. Or yep. Paul, either of them. They're, they were both perfectly fine drivers. Just fucking shitty, super shitty. And it just comes back to the all well, that shit happens. Well, that got so. depressing quickly, didn't it? Totally. Well, okay. What's well, less depressing than that? Fuck me. What should I do to my Mustang? Since you have the ultimate Mustang, I'm doing an IRS, full maximum motorsport suspension. I did. I sort of half gutted the interior, the lower, the lower half of the interior, anyway. 
I left the headliner and the and the dashboard, but you um, have that uh, that cool Fox body map light. Like I do have the cool, yeah. Because I my, wanted to put one on top notch. <laughs> you should. Yeah. Mine was an SSP, so I think that was sort of. Mine was like used a lot. I think. It it's funny. lamp. It's a little bit. It works though. It does totally work. Where where else? What else should I go without? You know, you guys. You guys um, obviously learned so. Engine wise, what are you doing for the engine? You know, I bought the car um, for a great price um, from a guy who was trying to was in the middle of a build. And he bought a Ford um, 302R GT40 crate engine from Ford Racing, which is like a $7,000 engine. Um, it has aluminum heads, and it makes 350 horsepower. Just And it ha- the engine seriously has less than 1,000 miles on it. And so it's like, it's really strong. And I don't, I want to, I want to do hill climbs, and I want to do like some track stuff with it, and I want to fuck around. And so it's, it's, just, it's a great, strong, perfectly running, brand new engine. And I don't really see the need to fuck with it until my chassis is like boom set. Dude. I want so much more chassis than power. That's the way to do it. And most most Mustang guys don't see it that way. They want a big Dude, engine, like baby turbo stock suspension. <laughs> see that was I was thinking a couple like maybe twenty eights or something really small. Run like five six pounds of boost through it. It'll be good. Two Garrett uh, GT twenty eight RS. Yeah, yeah. Is the bottom end of that forged? I don't know. It's running nine to one compression. I do know that. I, I can look it up, but that's boost friendly. Is that? I yeah. think for, I think five pounds. You're fine. No, what I'd love to, to see you do is ditch. I, I don't know what it is. I'm just so over the stock style intakes. No, the, uh, mine has the um, the Explorer intake. Yeah, you know, everyone does the Explorer just, one. Mine has that. You know, one. I, I like hearkening back to the days, but when I look yeah. at it, it's like just so dated. It's like. Mm-hmm. You know what would be the shit? Some kind of bread box. Individual throttle bodies. That would be sick. Yeah, that would be that? the shit. Can you? Is there a way to make that work? Or is there? Does that plan up? Nothing can to fix be anything. Yes. Yeah. There's no way to do it. Yeah. There are made. They, yeah. they do make them. Uh, Someone makes that. Orla Induction's doing it. Oh yeah. God! What yes. do Weber's yes. cost? They gotta be. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't use Weber's. What do you use? Because you got two and everything. You want? What do you use? You get fuel injection. Oh, it's fuel injection. Well, you do like you do like Holly EFI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Borla injection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Borla stuff's like. Well, oh, congratulations. We just spent another $10,000 of my money. <laughs> but you know who's actually... Then you cut a hole in the hood, and then you do that, uh, that sort of Lexan thing like the Ferrari Testarossa did with the reverse or Lexan. That, uh, did you see or the one on the hemisphere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same yeah. deal, yeah. Um, Matt D'Andrea of uh, CarCast is doing a Coyote motor with one of the Borla individual throttle body head drops on it. It's fucking badass, I hate him already. <laughs> That might be the move. Where else? Okay, so individual throttle bodies. What else? What else would you guys do that I could do to a normal car without just fucking wrecking my bank account? A lot of labor is you could get all the interior out and stitch weld everything and then put it all back in. That would make a big. Is that same as seam weld like a rally car? Yeah. Yeah. Is that would that remove um, streetability? Is there any reason that would? Me a little louder and stuff. But. It would it would bang around on bumps a bit more. I think. Yeah. yeah. Maybe badass though. <laughs> that was one of the big differences between the uh, like the Boss 302S and the 302R, which are like spec Mustangs you can buy from Ford. Mm-hmm. The R is like it's seam welded. forty grand more, and it's seam welded. And it has right. Like it's, a it goes motor. back to that thing. Was, it's all of our customization, even if it's a street car, is 
it's got a motorsports bend to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's daily driver that's stitched welded. It's like, hey, that's just sick. It's, yeah. that's, <laughs> it would be crazy. It'd be, I mean, it, how many hours of uh, of labor do you think that would take in a Fox body? You're not going to do it. Why not? Fuck you. You could <laughs> I know. I know. Guess, like, I know Bill Caswell. You Big could Caswell, pull the interior. Caswell True. works for beer and weed. True. We're good. You could do all the interior <laughs> stuff yourself, and then just find yeah. someone that's going to you know stitch weld it everywhere. Just, just a, a welder. Just, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm, I am already doing the interior stuff myself by ripping shit out That's and true. putting in Recaro seats. That's all it is. I mean, ultimately, you do it without the front suspension and the engine and everything in it. Uh, that's not an option. It's already there. Sorry. Because oh, well. a lot of the stitch welding on a Fox body is going to be where the frame rails tie into like the apron and the, and the uh, firewall okay. and yeah, everything. Yeah. So you need to like but you not can still have do a, body a lot. On. But well. Uh, I'll do what I can do. points too. You might want to reinforce those. Yeah, I've got yeah. They, uh, maximum has like the standard. Um, they have reinforcements on the transmission on the rear end and on the K member. Is it a torque arm? It's yeah. not. A, no, it's IRS. I'm doing IRS. Oh, that's right. It's out of an O right. out of an O four. So it's a 31 spline axles. Oh, cool. And it's got all new. It has all new bushings. It has a new diff in it. Like it's it's. I have spent way too much money considering I'm not marketing it at all. How about like fuel that. system? Because um, it's it, going to it's going to handle so you don't yeah, get fuel starvation. It's it. uh, no, it's got a 255 liter per hour BBK fuel pump stock and tank, a brand new stock tank. He's ditching all that when he does the injection. <laughs> don't tell me that I just bought the tank and the pump. I just bought them. Like no, you got them for free. Uh, CJ, I'm sorry. Excuse How to me. spend a hundred grand? On I'd like to thank our friends at CJ Pony Parts for hooking up that fuel tank and fuel pump. I thought CJ Pony Parts. Yours is you already injected, isn't it? It is, but apparently they were running the stock pump on this motor, and so I was down about 20 horsepower from where I could be because it wasn't getting enough flow. Ah, whatever. I think we missed something there. I, I agree. What with was that? You. I like to rag the shit out of things. Me too. Like. The 855 horsepower, mm-hmm. that's standing mile only. We brag about it, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, But that's standing mile only. So yeah. that, that day, I'd much rather have a naturally aspirated 400 horsepower Mustang. You just beat the shit out of it. That's what I'm saying. Like, if, if you have a car that is so flat fast, you can't ever go flat, what's the point? Right. No, I agree. Same, should... That's how it was with street bikes. It's like, I want to be able to freaking beat yeah. this thing up. I mean, I, I, if it's got a goal, like standing mile, then it needs to be so fast you can't ever go flat on a run, except on a runway. But... 400 horsepower in a car that is 3,000 pounds flat, basically, which is what a not, my notchback is going to be, perfect. is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a lot. of, And with 295s all around, that car's going to go around corners. It's going to be fun. It'll be good. Ditch the fun. bumper reinforcements and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, who needs that shit? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did. Seamweld harness. I got to, yeah. It's, uh, we got to figure out what to do with the front. What uh, What is your front bumper? It's uh, not motorsport solution. Oh, the the front uh, bumper. The motor actual city. front bumper. That's Motor City Solutions. It's carbon fiber. It's it's uh, like honeycomb. It weighs eight crazy. pounds. It weighs eight pounds. It's nice. Oh. It's clean. Is it really expensive? The okay, Motor City. <laughs> That's so, a yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I think Motor City Solutions gave us some love. Did they? But for the front bumper, we have to give them some love. Yeah. <laughs> for the front bumper. Front bumper hood. Trunk. Uh huh. How about and doors, yeah, fifty five hundred bucks with love. bumper, hood, That's trunk, and bad. doors. Quite fair. Wow, I mean, do the got, doors you... come with these Lexan windows? Yeah. Yes. Do? 
and yeah, they, seriously, they weigh 14 so pounds with hinges and hardware, dude. Fuck off. Yeah, and, and these windows quick, come out, and you drive with windows uh, They have four bolts in the bottom, Whoa. you just pop them out, and the windows slide out, slide yeah. inside out. Oh. Uh, but they also have these really cool uh, hinges on them. It's like a quick release door hinge, yeah. so you can pop the doors off in two seconds. Oh, yeah, there's no hardware to take the doors off. Wait, so that, that's carbon hood, trunk, bumper, and doors? Yeah, and yeah. it's motorsports carbon where it doesn't even show up pretty looking. It's just light as fuck and super strong. Oh, yeah, so then it's 5,500 plus 10 Gs in body work. To make no, no. Good. So that's the other thing I was going to say. Motor City Solutions is somehow directly connected somehow to Fort. It's like old school stuff. They're uh-huh. in Dearborn, and they've got access to all the data, and they fit like brand Real? Oh, really? New, dude. Oh, they must yeah. say that they know somebody over there who got it's, them it's, the, the measurements. I, mm-hmm. I'm sure you've been to Detroit. I, I, have. I feel more American when I go back. Have you been there, to you know? uh, Have you been to SVT's headquarters? No. If you ever get a chance, if you know anyone or meet anyone over there, I can hook up with Jamal if you want. Go check out SVT because in the parking lot behind SVT itself is very boring. There's cubicles and little parts laying around, and it looks like a boring ass office. But the parking lot behind SVT is full of crazy test mules and all kinds of weird project cars that these guys get into. V8-powered focuses and shit. Like, they have the coolest stuff back there, man. Oh, that's so really SVT the coolest is, stories, is, too. Like, you know, there's, like, old-school battles between Ford and Chevy. Yeah. They meet on the streets on Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. You yeah. know, the Woodward Dream Cruise, have you done that? I did one year. It was fun. Are you gonna go? Are you going this year? No, I, I went a few years ago, like th- with Ford. Uh, yeah, it was pretty amazing. Experience. It's a good time. I would like to go this year. I'm doing Pebble with my DeLorean because I, I raise that question every year: Pebble or Woodward? I'm a, I'm a Woodward. Guy. I think that's a good I'm a Woodward. The same guy. weekend, so you have to make a choice. Is there really a choice? I mean, no, the people that go to Woodward aren't going to Pebble. No, I know. That's true. That's actually Except for point. some CEOs. There's very know? few <laughs> crossover <laughs> with those two events. And I admit it. I'm a, I'm a Woodward guy. And actually, I will admit it. I love Detroit women. They are... Uh they are of of, of uh, never been there. Low resistance. <laughs> they would be a one ohm if they were if they were resistant. No, they're, they're down. They're down. Is what well, what you're saying is they're looking for somebody to put their lights back on. They're down. You yeah. say L.A. and they go get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, like when we were driving through Kansas. Oh my God. I was like, I moved out of the big city and made it to like Indiana or something. <laughs> <laughs> we overheard that. We were in Can. We were in Jefferson City. No, no, we saw it on Tinder in Jefferson City. Oh, yeah, we were in Jefferson City. And Some chick like, on Tinder was like, just moved into the big city. She was in Jefferson City. Like, it's 43,000 people in Jefferson and City. And it's crumbling. It's, it's, it's <laughs> defeating itself. Crazy. A lot of, there's a lot of space to rent there. There is. Yeah. 43,000 people is like one zip code. Oh, dude, you're, you can get a 5,500-square-foot palace that was like a baller crib in 1930 for like 400 bucks a month. No, the best we found in a state that was on 52 acres and it was listed at 750 grand oh, and yeah. Zillow estimate was 285. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was like, you know, you could build your own racetrack there. That's a really fun game when you're driving cross country is is looking at local real estate and what you can get. I mean, there was there were palaces, proper palaces on hundreds of acres for like 600 grand. I mean, which 
if you have nothing, sounds like a lot. But we were talking no, about... No, it's a lot. But in real estate compared to in a real know, estate, in LA, yeah, yeah. $600,000 is it, a bungalow. It won't here. even mm-hmm. get you a one-bedroom apartment in New York City. Mm-hmm. And you can oh, have no. a palace in Jefferson City, Missouri. The upkeep on that is nuts, though. Yeah, you need like in a, Jefferson a, City. <laughs> well, they used no, to have... You need, like, tractors. There's a reason and, yeah, those, those yep. large establishments are that big. They used to have people that took care <laughs> of people. It was not a good situation. But you Loyal could, people? But you could build well, a racetrack. two-thirds of a person. Wouldn't that? That's, that's the dream, isn't it? The back. <laughs> I think the back. The the backyard racetrack is is the dream. Oh yeah, absolutely. Do you guys know Alan Wilzig? No. He's in upstate New York, and he's got a place called Wilzig Manor, which is like his summer crib. And guess what? Motherfucker's got a racetrack. He's got a 1.2 mile road car course in his yard. Awesome. And he's got a whole bunch of bikes and a whole bunch of cars, and he goes out on his own private property and just fucks around all day long. So it's he's got great. like a paddock and banks. Yeah. He's got a, he's got a, a a clubhouse. He's got a huge garage, and he has a legit road course. You know, I think Audi had a press event there. I think they did the TTRS launch or something Whoa. at Wilsing Manor. It was crazy. Uh, Some I think rich people spend their money wrong, but that guy's got it straight. He's got it. No, there's a few of them that have it absolutely right. Yeah. Banks has an off-road course that he's put together, like all on up on his property, like where he's got the V8 house. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. Where is that? I think it's up in Washington. Yeah, he's doing it good too. We the, need to go yeah, to the house. He, it's like a V8. I mean, he basically said, if you're up there, come use it. it I it's think we need to be up cool. there. I do too. What do you guys like? Uh, do you do you look at other people's work? I mean, or is, or do you try and uh, avoid uh, the influence of other uh, shops? Uh, you know, I'm honestly, and I kind of touched on it earlier. I'm on this kind of weird phase right now, where it's like make it or break it kind of. Uh huh. Because I've struggled so much to get where I'm at, and then kind of this is happening, you know, top notch, and it's like where do I go from here? Yeah, yeah. And now it's yeah, I got to try to like you know, this year we finished in the top five with Ring Brothers and mm-hmm. and these other guys with, with top notch, and they're spending four hundred thousand yeah. dollars. I'm spending you know a hundred thousand dollars. And I'm not making any money. It's yeah. all about trying to raise this reputation. And I just don't know if it's going to pay off or not. Well, do you have orders? <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's, if you it's, have it's orders, like, it's, it's like off. It's like build to build. Like right now yeah, we got yeah, a yeah. super cool build. Yeah. Like, is that going to take us to another level? Yeah. And you kind of got jaded on you know, what does it take to actually make the phone ring around here and, yeah. and do what you want to do, do what you love. Because what happens is the Chrome – Makes me my money, uh-huh. and there's things I I, I well, do. You, you just, can I say what you told me before we went on the air? Sure. That you were that you were chroming uh, toilet seats. Yeah. Which is hilarious. I make way more money. I, I really don't make hardly any money building yeah. the cars. All my, it's all passion. Yeah, yeah. I'll put I'll, I'll sacrifice profit for achieving my vision or Chris's vision. You know, Chris, we're constantly battling with each other on, you know, I gotta make money, but it's gotta be badass. You know. Yeah. And. Uh, the Chrome, it's not like that. That's my world, and I so, set the price. Toilet seat is pretty weird. What's some of the other weird shit people have asked you to Chrome? Oh, I've done a life-size elephant for Mark Jacobs. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Our, a guy I know has a giant um, uh, Koontz, um, oh, uh, yeah. the dog, the yeah. balloon animal dog. I do a lot of Koontz giant uh, repairs. Really? Yeah, and, you know, be, he has these tiny dogs, uh-huh. and they get damaged and chipped, and he's not going to fix that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So people send them to me. Are I do you, a lot of art. authorized Koontz cool. repair shop? And yeah, I want to come off as like, <laughs> I'm so grateful for the opportunities that we've been given, yeah, not yeah. only the automotive industry, but with the chrome paint. We have such an eclectic mix of clientele. I mean, yeah. we go from Ford Motor Company to you know, famous artists that you maybe not heard of, but we do just the craziest stuff, like Peter Grunquist. 
he does these arm. It's a deer head, and the antlers growing out are machine guns. Okay. Oh, I've seen those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's just wild stuff. So you just never know what's going to come through the doors. And we that's do with cool. a lot of artists, and, and that's a ton of fun. Life-size gorilla that we did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we did a... Um, uh, what a sheet metal T Rex, chrome life size gorilla. If I'm if I'm buying, that's the thing. We're always trying to promote ourselves. So that was for a TV show that oh, never okay. fucking aired. Really, that's oh, almost that like sucks. a prank. That's almost like a prank phone call. How much would it cost to chrome a gorilla? Yeah, I feel I feel you on that. That's like a, that's a drunk shitty thing not to do, Fox and then for the show not to air. That sucks. So we're constantly trying to get to that next level, mm-hmm. and it's and it's an everyday thing. Have you as had people approached you about the reality show chroming weird shit yet? You know, I always tell myself I'll never do it. You sh- I, trust me, you shouldn't. And then I'm, we've been approached once and we said no, but it w- it wasn't a huge. It was Mav TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, who the fuck is Mav TV? That's a and, good point. But at the very it, least, but... they might let you do whatever you want to do. Well, at the time, I had no. I mean, this is like yeah, you couldn't yeah, yeah. find it. But if I knew what Mav TV is yeah. today, I would have been like, fuck, we should probably try it. Maybe. But I don't it's, know. Reality TV sucks. They 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 really want to use your real name, your real business, your real friends, and write. The entire rest of it. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. It's shitty. You don't, and they don't, and they make you feel like that isn't happening until it's already happened. There's it's enough bad. real drama, like you know, the, we talked about dollar cars yeah, before yeah. the <clears throat> the show. When you do a dollar car or like a SEMA project vehicle, mm-hmm. sometimes it's only eight weeks. Yeah, and there's a big contract associated with that. Yeah, yeah. If you don't fulfill that contract, it's not a dollar car. It's a forty thousand dollar car. Oh really? Yeah. If you don't finish it, you got to buy it. Oh hell yeah! Oh, or, you man, know, that that's... can be the worst case scenario. Yeah, that's pressure. And then you have to promote it afterwards. But yeah, if it yeah. doesn't debut at yeah. SEMA and be well received, oh, you could be in big trouble. So for those who sense. don't know what that is, uh, when a new car comes out in the past, the past year it was the FRS BRZ was the big one. But the new anytime there's a new Mustang or a new Camaro or the new Challenger, you know the C7 Corvette, whatever it is. They manufacturers will associate with, or maybe do the shops bid on these? Yeah, there's a, it's a proposal process. It's a proposal process where the shops uh, will propose to the manufacturers, where it's like, you give us a car, we will modify this car and bring it to SEMA. So there's, that's how that works. And in exchange, you actually get to keep the car for a predetermined period of time, sometimes forever, sometimes not. Um, I've only ever actually heard of hot rod sh- or of uh, off road shops keeping the trucks forever, but if it's pre production, yeah, uh, you're probably not going to get it back because yeah. you can't get a VIN number associated with yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah. if you get a production vehicle with the VIN number, you get to keep it most of the time. Which is Ford's cool, got the they, best program. They pull it right off the line as opposed to right. as opposed to pulling it off a dealer lot. And there's a key difference there in terms of the paperwork. So anyway, yeah, that's when we refer to a dollar car. It's a car basically given by a manufacturer to a shop to do a certain build for a certain show. Well, Red Tape, well, you give it to them, so you buy it for a dollar. You buy it for a dollar. <laughs> and yeah. honestly, what the hell are they going to do with it otherwise? So. In it's some a- cases, with a pre-pro car, it's like they were going to crush it. Some cases, they still do crush it. Oh, yeah, no, a lot of times, you go on YouTube, yeah. once in Vimo, of, uh, and, and there's all kinds of videos of these bitching SEMA cars getting crushed. Yeah. yeah. It's a shame. Unless it's uh, those, like... What was the super the Kia superhero cars? They you know where those are? I was just we were just we there. We just saw them. All of those Kia superhero cars are in the vault of the Peterson right now. Because I went yeah. down there and I was like, "What the fuck?" And they're like, "Don't even say it. It's Kia. Just avert your eyes." Yeah. <laughs> All right. I hope Kia is paying them to store those. I'm certain they are. The yeah. ones that get crushed are usually like a company that manufactures a part, and they're yeah. willing to eat that 
in order to get the data off mm-hmm. the car to produce yeah. their part. Yeah. Now it would be um, great if some of these show cars that were getting crushed conveniently got left in the alley and people could pick, you know, fresh supercharger. Pick, pick a oh, there's, trust me, there's all kinds of stories. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I uh, We drove a, a free pro car, the um, the Stasis Audi R8 Spider yeah. that we drove, which was a 700-horsepower supercharged Audi R8 V10 Spider that they had built that was not a dollar car but a pre-pro build car that was having to go back. Um, and it got crushed like a week after we drove it. Um, but it had no bumper. It, it had a bumper on it, but it had no bumper reinforcements. It had no airbags. It had like nothing in it. Like the radio didn't work. The AC didn't work. And uh, wow, we I made a video that. with this car. Yeah, because yeah, I was in there. So yeah. Yeah, we made it. We made a whole video with this car. It drove fine, but but in terms of accessories and there, there's like nothing fucking there. What's wow. cool about the cars like you're describing? If you look really close at them, you'll see people's signatures where they they signed off on the part that made it drive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's this hand. It's a production car that's yeah. been hand built. Mm-hmm. It's really neat. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, if you uh, if you pull off the headliner of my DeLorean, you'll see all the signatures of the. Uh, Drunk Irishman that built it. <laughs> <laughs> One's all squiggly. One, there's like a lot of X's you guys couldn't write. Yeah, it's a fucking crazy story. Well, thanks for coming in, guys. I appreciate it. Oh, wait, do we have any questions from Facebook? Should we go to Facebook? Bunch of do you, are you guys in a rush? Can you no, hang out no, for a minute? I'm, I'm excited let's see to be if, here. Let's okay. see if Facebook's got anything interesting to say. Uh, we put that you guys were coming on uh, Facebook.com slash The Smoking Tire. And uh, let's see if you people have uh, good questions for Gary and uh, Chris. All right. Well, I'm reading, so uh, pressure's on. Pressure. Wow. Loading. This is what I call show pre-production. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have been a little preoccupied. Yeah, I know. So I have um, a question for you. Um, what do you think about that new Infinity Q50 with the GTR? With the GTR drivetrain? Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. I think, that I think they, they should make it. I think they fucked up so badly with their naming scheme. I mean, really, switching everything to really identical badly. cars. Yeah. Oh God! Well, the Q50 is their pickup truck, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, no, oh, that's the Q48. That's what I thought. I thought, I, yeah, their Q for the. It long used to time. be. It used the Q used, used to be the uh, Q was the full size yeah, yeah. sedan, and now the Q is everything. Well, no, the M was the full size sedan. Somebody, no, the, the Q M was, was the, the SUV. M was mid size. Yeah. Q was full size. QX was the full size FD. Somehow they've managed to fuck up their naming conventions more than the Germans. Somebody sent me a great picture of two literally identical Infinities parked right next to each other, badged differently. One was like the (laughs) JX35, and then one was the Q70. It was ridiculous. I don't know why they did it. It's a mess. It's a terrible move, but that thing looks cool, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. For 100 grand, is that what you buy? Or do you go M5? Or do you go Audi RS7? I look towards the used market if I'm going to go yeah. something like that. I'm at a hundred grand. I would buy something that I think would appreciate. Not sure would appreciate, but that I could see as I could drive this for five years and probably get out of it for even money, kind of thing, like a 911 or you know. Mm-hmm. Something but like if that. you were so, back to, but on the the El Rouge thing, like if you were going, if you were set to buy a sedan. Is it the Eau Rouge, or, or do you want that, or do you want the M5? I want the M5. You want the M5? You yes. think? Do you want the M5? I might go something uh, older AMG. I think. Oh, yeah. like, I like like the wagon, the E sixty three. Oh, E sixty three wagon. Oh, wagon. Yeah. Guy. That is and, and, then, and then pocket the rest of the money or put it into mods or something. I like just that. got an email from our friends at Weiss Tech. You know them? They're down in Southern California, and they said that they would like me to come drive their eight hundred and sixty horsepower all wheel drive E sixty three. They said it does four-wheel burnouts, which is fun. <laughs> Dude, the stock one moves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I drove Laguna, and it's, it is 
it pulls, man. Yeah, this has forty percent more horsepower. It's than that. gonna be whoa. It'll be, it would be really, really fast. And, and, and we haven't special. seen the other shoe drop either. Is that the CTSV still hasn't come out? And it's way lighter than the other cars. It is the C, the new C, the new CTS is really light. It's cool. It's I think thirty six hundred pounds. Yeah, it's it's light. It's like five hundred pounds lighter than the next lightest car in its class, or something absurd. And you know they're not gonna make any less power. They're gonna put a you know probably put a six hundred six hundred fifty horsepower yeah. motor in. I think that's where where manufacturers have to go now. Is you know, we know you can make a ton of power. Yeah. Now just start making the car lighter. Lighter. Then, yeah. They will. Like the Hellcat. Like Colin Chapman. <laughs> yeah. That, we've been talking about that. That's gonna, that car's going to kill people. It is, actually. People are going to crash them, and they're, and they're, it's not going to go well. But it's pretty fucking cool. Oh, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. I like the Hellcat a the lot. The price of Tommy Bahama shirts will go up as more of them <laughs> catch on fire. <laughs> gold uh, chains. Yeah, a lot of gold chains. A lot of uh, oh, great. Hellcat's boxes. cool. That if, if, they, uh, if they sell that thing as a crate engine, which, oh, they don't really do that, do they? Mopar is kind of... Not uh, really. They're and if they let you tap their, into it, that would be nice, too. Yeah. They're trying to open yeah, they that up. They're not good at that, either. Either, are they? No, they encrypt all their PCMs. So yeah. You can't do shit with. You them. guys fuck with Mopar stuff much? Not for that reason. Yeah. You got to do a wire. You got to do a 2010 wire harness swap. And who's going to spend four grand? That or you got to piggyback yeah. the fuckers. Oh yeah, you just do Motec. Let's spend you fifteen stand grand. Below, yeah, standalones. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. That right. is annoying because they 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 come off as a very kind of like enthusiast friendly right. brand. Sure. But then you, but then you hear from all the tuners about what a bitch they are to work on, and it's like, why don't they make these? Are they worried about something? You think? I don't know. No, I think they got their their computers from Mercedes, yep. or they were involved. So, kind of like how Dynan told, like Steve Dynan told us in the interview. Go back and listen to that. Um, the hacking into the BMW ECUs is really, really hard. He's like, we have two guys that are like on staff for hacking ECUs, and it's just real complicated. And I think Mopar's behind the ball on their aftermarket stuff. But, you know, I, they have nothing to lose because it's not like your average person's going to go and just do that. You've got to have an outright goal. Like, Ford and GM just gave up on it. They're like, fine, HP tuners can exist and use it to your heart's content. Is that what you guys use? Or? SET. And SET. Uh, but same thing, basically, right? I no, think they're banking they're on that. the Tommy Bahama guys buying it, not doing a damn they thing to it, yeah, yeah. and just getting it serviced at the dealer and... Maybe that's, that's good business for them. Maybe it, that's they need that's that. what I'm getting. It's good yeah. business for Dodge. I mean, if you have a 700 horsepower Challenger, like I drove that thing, it's fucking fast. You, on the on the street, there is no need for any more power than that under any circumstance. Yeah, there's going to be a million thousand horsepower ones cruising I'm around. I'm bringing the tires loose in fourth gear in a car you can buy at a dealer. Like, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I think also though, I mean, if you look at the last five years of Chrysler, it was really really hard business wise. So for someone in the business to make a case like, hey, we need to expand our aftermarket offerings and, and we need to develop some crate engines and stuff. They're like, are you nuts? Like, we yeah, can't even yeah. buy Post-its. So, <laughs> and I think that we've we talked to Scott. We can't even make different steering wheels for each car. <laughs> Dude, it's true. Like, we've talked to them about that. They know it needs to happen because they're we watching We've got to put on nav and systems and Maseratis and well, shit. And, you know, and now they're <laughs> under the sound business practices and tutelage of the Italians. Yeah, well, so. they're slinging buttons the Maserati like fucking hotcakes, aren't they? What's Facebook got? Welcome, Chrysler. We take August off. <laughs> <laughs> what? We have a siesta at uh, two to three, huh? Yeah. No work in August. Very hot. Very hot. <laughs> no F1. What? No F1 for, for two August. weeks, right? Is there no F1? Is that... I don't know. Probably. I remember it was the last season there was like seven weeks where I couldn't yeah, watch like a month. Lamborghini legitimately takes August like off. Like Europe, yeah, they, they yeah and, and, and a lot of Europe has mandatory vacation. It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys think that the aftermarket has peaked on Fox Bodies or will continue to develop? 
I think it'll continue to develop. And I think some I read some of those. Someone was chiming in on SVOs. That was my first Mustang. Yeah, but you have an SVO. Yeah. Did you like it? I loved it. Would you? Would you do another? Old. Would you do another turbo one? EcoBoost. You I would, do the EcoBoost. I would do uh, when the EcoBoost I, Mustang comes out for 2015. Someone's gonna wreck SVO. a two three any day now, and, <laughs> and, and I'm gonna stab the motor out of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that would be a cool swap. Um, I love SVOs. Yeah. The, the the old motor technology just sucks. So you could have one that you just never drive or yeah. just get sick of driving. That's perfect. It's you know untouched. But if I was to buy an SVO. Yeah, definitely have to swap it and go crazy. I'm glad you said it because the guys up there this weekend were like, you could get like an 86 with a turbo. And I'm like, aren't those terrible? And these dudes with money are like, no, they're fine. And if you break it, you get another one. I'm like, why'd you just say if you break it, you can go find another one? Like, why did that come up? I have torn apart those Lima motors. They suck. But uh, turbo. people my age who and your age who now have have money where they could literally throw it away on one where it's like I could buy one for fucks for just for shits and giggles. I think that is going to drive the market up. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. Like, like try to find a low option. Like you know, yours has crank windows. Mine has no anything. It's great. Yeah. Notch right now. It's it's very tough. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, Zach found a couple of them, but they weren't cheap. No. So yeah. the, a, a clean, nice one is is eight, eight nine, plus. ten. You know, they're. The, I don't think they're going to get huge money, but they're they're going to be the solid. Fox body buy. is the new sixty four, sixty five. Mm-hmm. It just is. It's it, a, it's the lightest one that you've had in a relatively recent time span. Mine is the lightest Mustang that has ever been made. Eighty nine SSP with nothing is the lightest right. notchback. And that's lightest one Mustang. of the rarest ones to find. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking great that car. How'd you find it? Craigslist. <laughs> not even not even trying all that hard. I mean, just seriously, Craigslist. Same way you find them. You say they're hard to find. They're not hard to find. I mean, if you, you spend three weeks looking on Craigslist every day, you will find the right Mustang. The funny sure. thing is it wasn't in the automotive section. It was in casual encounters. You had to do a couple favors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had to blow a guy, and then he was like, you know, I got this Mustang. <laughs> so, yeah, there's especially like rare ones like the, uh, is it the 302R? There's oh, the old oh, yeah, Celine, yeah. and the old Celine stuff and uh, yeah, there's, Cobra R's. There's some real rare Cobras. That was like, like the last year. Yeah, 93 Cobra R. There yeah. was like 50 of them or something. Or maybe it was 250. Or the Cobra R's are cool. I like they're those. Neat. They're neat. I was really actually uh, on eBay looking for 5.4 Cobra R. Yeah, stuff. for a 2000? Yeah, 2000 yeah. Cobra R. I went cross country motor. in one of those. It's underrated as a motor. It's a really, really strong and torquey engine. Um, you know what's weird about them? That front splitter, that big fatty air dam it's not designed very well and over a hundred it vibrates like crazy so you actually have to buy this there's like a carbon reinforcement kit that you have to buy for them but there's super i mean presence on the road is, mm-hmm. is definitely there they look tough they do look tough there's one at the peterson right now there's one of the peterson and there's a fox body at the peterson right now I there's a 93 that. fox body yeah they've got a really Oprah. nice mustang exhibit right now when they had in the basement they had um Francis Ford Coppola's 92 LX convertible leather, full leather, five-speed, pony wheels, green, black top, 21,000 miles on it. You can find convertible 5.0s. Oh, for all day for, for nothing. nothing. <laughs> yeah. Nobody all wants over, them. All over, man. Yeah, nobody, nobody, nobody wants, wants them. them. And there are, there's some interesting stuff out there with those. We had a car in the, in the Peterson for did you? eight months. Now. What car was you, What car did you have? Uh, we name everything. It was unfinished business. It was a 1968 Chevy C10. Oh, I like love those cool. trucks. Pull up a picture of that, Zach. Unfinished business. Yeah. So C10s are great. What was done to this one? Ramjet 502 with a giant oh. Vortex supercharger. Oh, big, big <laughs> front inter- mount. Intercooled. So it big had front great mount on traction it. at the back, huh? It, did, it, did like, it didn't do donuts. It did like pirouettes. It like... <laughs> 
it like spun on the like the front wheels would move. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God. Well, yeah, that's a short wheelbase on that truck too. Yeah. Yeah, that, those super clean, super truck. cool. They're going up too. You can't. It's tough to find that, one. Of those. That one, that this build is, had 130 into it. That HREs, thing? of course. Yeah, HREs, Woolwood brakes, Ford. HREs, is great. I, very Ooh, clean. that very is clean. nice. Look, I was expecting look flare closer, side. I don't look at the bodywork on that thing. Look at it. I don't know why I was expecting a flare side. That's why my paint jobs are twenty thousand dollars. Okay, don't come at me with an eight thousand dollar paint job, please, 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 please. What's <laughs> funny is I was like, oh, it's kind of too small, but if you look, you can see the reflection of the building. Behind the cameraman, and the line of the building is dead straight. Right, I see. Like the reflection, like that's twenty thousand, huh? It's, that's the number. People, oh, no it, it gets frustrating because you say, "Oh, I want you to paint my car." Well, your yeah, car yeah. could look like someone hit it with a bag of rocks, yeah. or it could be some pristine, undamaged car, and so. And everyone else's mind, a paint job includes all that shit. Paint is, <laughs> really like, it doesn't. That doesn't. Just People don't fix think itself. paint is probably the most expensive thing that you're going to do. Well, it's body and That's paint. Not, yeah, yeah it's, no, this, it's, it's a much bigger picture than a paint job. Yeah, yeah. You fit all the panels. And, yeah. yeah it's well, just, hell, I mean, I just had just a paint job on my car was like six and a half grand for like, and not like great, obviously, just acceptable. Yeah. All right, so this Fortunately, the must, my Mustang is getting a sponsored paint job. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That's why the Cobra is not painted. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but now it's because it's on purpose, of course. Yeah. Um, this dude's got a 92 notch. He's getting uh, it's the blank slate. It's going to get paint body and be basic and be stock except for fenders rolled and Cobra R style hood. Um, once he gets back, what should he do other than subframe connectors? Well, yeah. Hmm. Five lug conversion and disc brakes. It's a good place to start. Yeah, that's a very good place to start. Coilovers. Coilovers. If it's got, if it's still got a two seventy three in it, get ditch that and get a three fifty five. I think the most important thing, and I see this all the time, is <clears throat> ask yourself. Well, be 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 realistic. Ask yourself what the what are you gonna do with the car? Is it a drag car? Are you gonna you know hit the canyons or is it just a street car? Because people tend to not know what they're going to build or not yeah. know, just throw and they just throw a bunch at of it. stuff at it, and then you have this mismatched, you know, just jumble of parts that don't work together. So that's a that's figure great out advice. what you want to do with the car, yeah, with and then go from there. With a car where it's literally yeah. just le- it's just a blo- a building block to do whatever the fuck you want. You kind of have to figure out what right. do I want exactly. My my Mustang would be will be a shit drag car. Because it's not supposed to be, you know what I mean? You could build a badass drag car for no money that you try and go around one corner and you're in a telephone pole. You know, it's 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 easy to go either way with a, one of these cars. That's uh, Musto's first <clears throat> question to everybody when they're like, I want to mod my car. Is Actually, his first question is, well, can I ask you a question? What are you going to do with it? Because Musto <laughs> likes to announce he's going to ask you a question by asking you if he can ask you a question. <laughs> well, let me ask you something. You just asked me something. I've, I've known you for a couple of years. You can just ask. We're, we're okay. Um, the drag Mustang to road race Mustang ratio is way out of control. So when, it is. When anyone asks me that, it's like, uh, yeah, sway bars, coil lovers. Yeah, 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 I know, right? <laughs> that's why I, I was like, when I got this Mustang, I was like, I, I used to drag race in high school because that's what high school kids do. And I, I refuse like, to put a cowl hood on my car. You know, the, no. If, if you look, if you look at the, there's a little bit of supercharger poking out. Yeah. It's because I will. You'd rather just cut a fucking hole in the hood. It's like I'm gonna grow, I'm gonna grow them all out and get like a six inch cowl. It'd be Dude. awesome. I had a, my first. <laughs> Mustang was a SN95 um, GT, and I and I made it. I, I made it. I did a 347 stroker motor, and I did the Steeda coilovers. I did a 355 rear end Cobra R wheels and the Cobra R Cobra front bumper. It looked like a Cobra R, but it was red, um, and it had a 347 in it. And where was I going with that? Don't know. Doesn't matter. Where, where are you going, going with that? Oh yeah, 
But I, but I tried to go. I basically had built a canyon car and went drag racing with it, and it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> Even then, I my body knew what to build before my brain knew that it was suck for what I was doing. <laughs> um, uh, there was only one more question. It was what would be the best getaway car? And then there's 300 likes on the picture of your blue Mustang. What would be the best getaway car? I don't know, a KTM Duke. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Whatever, whatever bike, actually a no, bike. not whatever bike. A rally cross, you, you know, caught. Fiesta rally cross car or something yeah. like that. Yeah, super motard. That, well, that's what a Duke that's is that. basically. Yeah. yeah, I usually say trophy truck. It's gonna be like a buck thirty, but trophy also go truck over is anything. a good is a good option. Yeah, or just rally go, car. Just go over the top car. Yeah, yeah. diesel trophy truck. Yeah, good call. Yeah, oh, for the running. range. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. we didn't talk about the 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 bro mobile, the bro dozer. What's the Brodozer? I got a 94 Ranger. Oh, that is the bro. Do you have a flat bill hat to match it? You're, he's, Black socks. You welded really the, the, the cage in the back for no, like I just, ultra long I travel? Just, uh, I had a Harley Nightster that I was going to kill myself in him uh-huh. and just sat around, and I just traded it. So how much rear rake is on your truck? <laughs> it sits pretty level. It's, no, it's, oh, it's, nice. it's not. I'm, I make fun of myself. When I say it's, it's a, not a bro, a bro truck, unless it's, you have flared front fenders but stock rears. No, it's got, has flared both. Uh, see, there you go. Flared, that means you're already ahead of the game. It's you need two spare tires in the it's back. It's got equal length. Jumps. You're too legit. It's got equal what length beams it. and. Uh, <laughs> I love that with shit. ratchet straps. Is it a four down. liter? It's awesome. No, it's a dog. So I'm going to piss a lot of people off and say I'm probably going to LS swap it. Because <laughs> is it a two point three? It's a no. It's, it's a three six. Oh, it's a three. That's a really shitty motor. Yeah, the two, swap. The, the yeah. two point yeah. nine was the super shitty, and then the three point is not much better. But yeah, it's bitching. Did long. they eventually get a four zero? They had the four zero the whole time. Actually, a, oh, a ninety one four point Ranger is actually like a three zero two roller motor. It's like the same technology. Oh really? But all cast aluminum. The entire thing. Huh. That motor is actually really cool. Roller rockers, roller. Uh, yeah, and then the three liter was like a car motor, like out of a Taurus or something like yeah, that. It is a Taurus motor. Yeah, actually, it could be. It could have been the Mondeo motor as well because my Vanquish is a six liter. Yes, it's two it of those. Exactly two of those. That range yeah, double the displacement Vanquish. and double the horsepower and double the torque. Yeah, so it's got thirty five inch tires on it in that dog motor. It's, it's cool. <laughs> so but it's I, slow. But I got a lot of stuff for the trade. It came with a Curry nine inch thirty five spline axles. What? <laughs> that's almost worth it right That's there. like the most overbuilt drive line. <laughs> it's like it's ready for a V8 conversion. Yeah, yeah, it totally is. You should take it to King of Hammers next year. Can you do one? You should do one of those 5.3 LSs with the twin turbos that everyone's doing now. Those mm-hmm. like junkyard builds that are like a thousand bucks for a thousand horsepower or whatever it is. Right. We can't do anything like that. Like we spent ten thousand dollars on AN fittings. Oh my god! <laughs> no, really? go do it for your shop. Do it for you for fun and go, yeah, yeah. go slightly cheaper. And yeah, you. But get everything the truck we motors. like you said. What, what are you doing next? And you know, what comes out of the shops? Like everything that comes out of the shop has to be at this certain level now and just gets out of hand. Here's the car. You know, if you look at the picture of the Mustang in red, it actually you're right. When you look at it in red and you ignore the paint, especially right next to the picture of it painted. You your eye is drawn to the wheels and the seats and the motor and the blower sticking out right. and you're not like holy fuck it's shiny right that's pretty yeah that's it makes sense it does I actually agree with your position on that although the shiny is pretty goddamn cool it's a cool yeah. color the yeah you know, I think what's being missed about this whole conversation in this car is it's fucking scary crazy fast and it's, it's so much fun yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. god <laughs> <laughs> how's the lag on it? is there any lag. No, None. it's just nuts. Every time it's you so get out of it, your it knees are shaking. Matter. It's, it's just incredible. It's, boosted, it's so. the most. It's so raw. There's no traction control. There's and it's just what gearbox? You is this? and the car. You uh, know? GeForce and, GF5R. 
Which is what? I've never even it's, heard of that. Uh, G-Force makes it. It's pretty much bulletproof. It's rated to like it's just a, 1,300 horsepower. It's just a gnarly speed. six speed. That's it's speed. it's, it's five rated speed? to 1,200 foot pounds. <laughs> oh, is it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. It's like a truck transmission or That's something. Cool. That's super That's cool. Beefy. That sounds expensive. I had a fucking Jericho in a car. Never again. No thanks. We'll go. Is it? Is it like just? But it drives normal, right? Doesn't feel like yeah, a, it. It shifts nice. It's good. Yeah, yeah. It's cool, man. I love that car. Well, what do you want to plug? What's next? Now is your chance. Creations in Chrome. Creations in Chrome. Creations in Chrome. Yeah. Let me give a little background on that. The Creations is like the Chrome paint and the oddball stuff that we do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the. I mean, the Creations is actually the like the car stuff, you yeah, know, yeah. fabricating things, and then the Chrome is. The other side of the business where we do this wild chrome paint on you name it. It's so contrary to popular belief, it's not creations in chrome. It's creations and chrome. Yeah, like of. and was too long, so I just and apostrophe. Yeah, fuck that. Ameri- we have short attention spans now. It's a 140 character world, man. You know? no, seriously, when I thought of the apostrophe. name, I want I said, well, I want it to be kind of like difficult to like, what the fuck is that? So you remember it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that worked out or not. But. It works. I remember it. Creations <laughs> in chrome. Do you guys uh, do you guys do social media? What's your social media? Uh, we're on it. Facebook, Instagram. Uh, Creations in Chrome on, on Instagram. All that shit. Yeah. 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 And then we also name all our cars, so it's easy to find. So we have CNC Top Notch, CNC Boy Racer, CNC Unfinished Business. Those three, the three that we've seen, the truck, the the uh, uh, the Mustang, and the uh, and both Mustangs are exceptionally badass. And the CNC Fine Dime. That's our our other C10 that we did. Fine Dime. Yeah, that was an that's LS our uh, eighty thousand dollar budget build. Ah, <laughs> yeah, it's cheap. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a big it's a value it's a proposition. Bargain. bargain. You know, I'm never bringing a car to you. Yeah. Well, it's like what Chris is saying. You can go to a car show, and someone spent eighty grand on their split bumper Camaro, and the fucking wiring harness is like exposed and zip tied together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you spend eighty grand at Creations and Chrome, and it looks like a factory wiring harness where it's all shrink wrapped and sheathing and properly routed. And, you should yeah. give your money to ADD people when it comes to cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever the if they're if you have ADD people, they they're you know it's just some they'll days, drive you fucking nuts, but the car will come out good. <laughs> some days gonna someone's gonna want to come in and. Give us that opportunity to spend that four yeah, four hundred thousand yeah. dollars, like the Ring Brothers or a Foose or whatever. Yeah, and we'll take it to that next level. We're just yeah. we're, uh, we're working sure, on it. I'm sure you get there. The cars I've seen from you look pretty excellent. There's nothing money and time can't fix. Yeah, and fucking a <laughs> welder, right? <laughs> I got I got all the tools. Mike and Jim Ring are great. We we we've uh, we've hung out with them and they're they're really talented and uh, and Mike. we drove their car, their Pantera. You know, it's it was. Stunningly beautiful, but they literally it had zero miles on it, and I drove it with zero miles on it. And he was like, "It's gonna drive like shit because we've never driven it before," and it drove like shit. But it, considering it had never been driven before, it was amazing how far they had come from there. I, when they when it's gonna be done, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, Mike was extremely nice to us. Uh, two years ago at the HRA open house, he came by. We had the, we had the car there. And he was checking it out, and he was telling us, you know, he was, it was it was pretty cool to see someone like Mike Ring, yeah. whose cars I drool over, to have him come look at our car and kind of give us a pat on the back. Yeah, it was kind of surreal. Those guys are really nice. Him, was, yeah, yeah. Really I mean, nice. just the fact that he said that, hey, you know, it's it's not done. Drive it. Yeah, you know? yeah. And this is so forthcoming. Like that, that. was that's I, what, I couldn't that's believe like it. Their, that's how what the fabric they're made out of right there. It's yeah. like they're so transparent. I they're so humble. Uh, I that's can't many humble. years of confidence at that point. Yeah. And a lot of people, you know, the dumb commenters or whatever, actually gave them shit. Like how dare? And it's like, dude, this scheduling issues. And it's like these people are from Wisconsin. Okay, well, no, if they're that, out it, here, that, but that's real life. It is what it like, is. If yeah. I could just like 
give the audience my two cents on the whole thing. <laughs> Reality TV has given everybody a false sense of how it all goes down. It's a lot harder than you think. It takes a lot longer yeah. than you think. Yeah. And that's why people like the Ring Brothers with $700,000 budgets and crazy stuff that's amazing. I love that. I mean, when I yeah. mention the Ring, it's because I look up to them. They're they're so humble. Yeah. And they do They're amazing. two body guys from Wisconsin. Right. And you they know? do this amazing work. <laughs> you and, see the car and then you meet the guys. You're like, you're expecting halos. <laughs> and they say, hey, it's not quite done yet yeah yeah because that's the real that's yeah. reality they go they go look it's not dialed in yet but we're glad you're here we're not sports car guys we're body shop guys right. you drive it and tell us what it needs absolutely and we did and it had no steering feel and i told them to put some of that in that's mm. what <laughs> the stock pantera steering was better but other than that that car is is fucking staggeringly beautiful yeah i, I love the producer mustang i think that's probably that thing favorite. is mean man Super cool. And I really liked, um, they did a project with like Fram. Was it Fram or Royal Purple? Royal Purple. Royal Purple, right? And it was, it was a corporate type, you know, American chopper looking kind of build, except they had this oil filter that went right in the grill. And you just, you didn't even have to do anything. You just go and just pull the oil filter right out. And you could change the oil in 10 seconds in this car. It was super cool. Can I recommend the next first for your next car? Air Jacks. We, we almost had air jacks on there. We, air it jacks just wasn't in the budget. We wanted to do dry sump and air yeah, jacks. Yeah, dry sump, and dry sump and air jacks are two two big winners. Yeah. So the car's never done. <laughs> I, that's why you know even when the customer picks up their car, I'm like, it's never done. Yeah. You're gonna want to do something else yeah. to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. We just delivered uh, Fine Dine, which is a '69 Chevy C10, uh-huh. and it's this, like this budget builder. We're talking about eighty thousand dollars, and uh, it's you know. Still wanting to improve it. Let's spend, you know, let's spend eleven hundred dollars on a brand new cluster or whatever. Yeah. It's never done, and people think you can get a. You see these cars? For, oh, we did it for thirty five thousand dollars on on wherever. It's like no, you didn't. It's like, people, <laughs> the funny, the funniest example of that, and and we'll get out of here. We don't want to keep you too late. I know you got a long way to go, but the funniest example of that is the Hennessy Venom GT, where people go. A million dollars? I could build that for less than a million dollars. Try it. Right. <laughs> oh, you mean like a full carbon fiber supercar body? Right. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck off. You can't There's more than shit. a million dollars worth of engineering and design in that. It cost Hennessy like four million to build the first one. Right. <laughs> and, that, and he's got resources. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming by. You've been excellent guests. We'd love to have you again. Yes, we're uh, always building badass shit, and we when you get come back and show seat, off more stuff. Can I drive the car? Yes, uh, uh, <laughs> it's a little. Uh, you know, we that car is so specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's crush joints where the seat bolts down. The difference between this your is about seat- to be a weight issue, isn't it? No, it's like <laughs> the, the width, we'll make it Farrah friendly. Like the the, the width Bounce. difference between the seat that's in there and the other seat for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It it conflicts. They're, they're uh, gonna like overlap each other. If it if a Sparco Evo one, not even Evo two, if an Evo one sized seat will fit, I can fit in it. I won't be happy, but I can do it. Well, it's you sat it. in the passenger seat, and that's what we're gonna put in it. Yeah, yeah, okay, then that's but fine. The problem is right now, currently, the, it's the, it'd be biased like to the left or the right of the steering wheel. And hey, that's man, I've driven gonna... early '90s Ferraris. I know about all that. 
<laughs> you got yeah. the pedals are six inches offset. It's all weird. But yeah. if you guys get busy and you can't get the seat switched around, Zach and, is available. I hear. You know, I've got I got closed toe shoes. Also, we'll, think, we'll figure it out. If there's any way I can spend ten minutes buying the wheel of that thing, it would be magnificent. We were gonna we're definitely gonna make it happen. Cool. Like, you know, Chris, Chris, we were trying to figure out how to t- tell you. You know, life happens. We got a business to run. Uh, the the car is very very time consuming. It's you know it, it's my mistress. It's yeah, Chris's yeah. mistress. It it loves time and money. <laughs> and and uh, it's uh, it's got a long life limit. And that's it, a funny name for a car. Time and money. Yeah, it's a good. <laughs> it sounds like a boat name. Really. Yeah. <laughs> back the next one you shit. build after that's called divorce. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're definitely going to give you the opportunity to cool. drag on it. Thank you guys, Gary Watson and uh, Chris Maytee from Creations in Chrome. Thank you guys for coming. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Anything you can think of, social media at the Smoking Tire. Uh, the first feature film from the Smoking Tire, All Cars Go to Heaven, is available at thesmokingtire.com slash film. Next week on the podcast, we have. Oh, damn it, I, I just forgot. I, I, I think it's Alan and Patrick from HRE are oh, coming back nice in. Guys. Two oh, of okay. our favorite people, popular. Uh, a lot of people request that they come back they're and talk guests. nerdy wheel shit again. And they're great. Yes, they're good at that. Stuff. Yeah. And then we got we got a lot of we got um Jesse Combs is coming in. Alonzo Bowden is going to be coming in. Uh, um we got we got guests coming in. And then people who are going to be swinging through uh for Pebble are going to be coming in as well. So we got a lot a lot of people are going to be stopping by Smoking Tire Studio. I, I'm predicting maybe a Mr. Neil Maybe Dan, I don't know. Whoever wants to come by, we're going to talk to him. And now that we have this awesome studio to do it in, why waste the opportunity? Am I right, boys? Absolutely. Love it here. Looks good. See you guys next time on Smoke Tire Podcast. Peace.